is Free Talk Live, and you can take control of the airwaves via the toll-free number, which are brought to you by SACL CAI. The number is 855-450-3733, 1-855-450-FREE. And tonight, it's Ian with you. And Mark. All right, so uh, you can, of course, bring up anything that you want. That is the point of this radio program. But also, we bring stuff to the table to discuss with you and... Once again, Russia Today has some of the most important news that you just aren't probably going to see in your local newspaper or on your local television station or even on national uh, headlines. I wonder why it is that uh, the domestic news services don't show some of these articles. I mean, the news is out there. Russia Today isn't breaking these stories necessarily. I think sometimes they they do. Sometimes they do, certainly. But – uh, you know, and it's not just Russia Today. It's the BBC. It's Al Jazeera. It's uh, Dish sure, Beagle. those are all good organizations to report on the U.S. and the things that they're doing here. Why don't the the news media report headlines like "Oh, the FBI is installing a one billion dollar face recognition system across America," which is what the headline is here? You'd think that when a billion taxpaying dollars is being spent by the United States government's Federal Bureau of Investigations in order to put up a face recognition software nationwide, that the American citizens might find that of interest. So you you ask an interesting question uh, as to why these organizations don't report on this. You stuff. know, I mean, last night on Piers Anthony, they had the guy from Matchbox Twenty talking about who he wanted to vote for in the twenty twelve election. It's important. And I can tell it's you, I don't care what this guy wants, who he wants to vote for, one way or the other. What I care about is facial recognition software yeah. being used in cameras nationwide by the Federal Bureau of Investigation. Okay, so pick your uh, explanation. I'll just throw a few of them out there, and you can tell me what you like best. Maybe there's another one as well. I certainly don't claim to have uh, the market cornered on uh, the conspiracy theory. So one is the big conspiracy, right? That uh, the news media is owned by a select group of corporations, and those corporations are owned by, you know, the the people that would be likely to show up at a Bilderberg meeting, for instance, and that they are tied in uh, with the politicians, and that they're all scratching each other's backs, and, uh, you know, executive orders come down from on high from these uh, top executives to their lowly news editors and such, and are somehow pulling the strings from the very top. I, I find that one pretty Yeah, I reject that one because apparently the rich guys in the world that pull the strings aren't rich enough to buy BBC, Der Spiegel, uh, Al Jazeera, and Russia Today. I mean, they just can't buy these things. Okay. That still doesn't explain you know, the lack of America news coverage. Uh, yeah, I'm just news. saying that, well, yes, it does, because if there was a conspiracy afoot just yeah. in America, I mean, these are, these are very wealthy people that are doing the conspiracy. But the idea has been that they've been successful enough to control all of the U.S. media. Yes, but they're not successful enough to control the rest of the media in the world or put know. pressure on them not to. You know, as you pointed out before, and I think you're correct, uh, that there are likely different groups of elites that are struggling for power worldwide. Agreed, so, sure. Uh, maybe they've just only been able to. Uh, expend their hegemony as far as the U.S. is concerned. So that's one explanation, the the wide mainstream media conspiracy explanation. The other one may be just a little bit more basic, like uh, these journalists went to government school, they went to government uh, indoctrination in these colleges, journalism schools, and they just weren't really taught to question uh, the state, and they're more interested in Reporting on uh, lesser matters, the more the kind of pedestrian. Why did they go work to, for E Television? Then? Murders and uh, you know the stuff that is is going to sell a newspaper, but at the same time not really strike at the root of what's really wrong with the country. This seems like huge news to me, like nationwide. 
face recognition software. When this was going in in Ybor City, what, eight or nine or years ago? Uh, at least a decade. Yeah. There was a lot of coverage of this happening. So is this pedestrian at this point that, uh, well, th- these things are already up all over the place and we don't know about it, and therefore it's not news? I, you know, there's no real good explanation for this that really makes much sense. There's also the other, the idea that uh, if they report negatively on the government, they'll have a difficult time getting commentary from their uh, agents. I believe in the that future. one, but is that that's not nece- this isn't negatively. I mean, they could be crowing about the uh, that's the, true. The increased, yeah, uh, it, it could uh, catch a criminal or something like that. The so FBI therefore... cracking down nationwide. Crime will be reduced by an estimated eighteen percent, says Federal Bureau of Investigations chief correspondent. What's his name? I mean, you know, they could certainly spin the story. This just sounds like. Bad reporting to me. But why does America only have the bad reporters? It just doesn't make any sense. You know, it's, uh, if you would like to speculate, love to hear it. 855-450-FREE. That's 1-855-450-3733. Now, let's give credit, though, where credit's due. Uh, it's not just RT that's reporting on this. You've got uh, CNET. Uh, you've got PC World, New Scientist. So there are definitely other organizations out there. But I don't see anything. You know, just looking for facial recognition uh, system. And I can make it a little shorter to face recognition. Yeah, only about nine articles uh, across all of the Google News results here. So you don't see NBC, you don't see Fox News, you don't see the big boys, the AP. These guys are not reporting on this uh, as of yet. So your thoughts this is are welcome. By no means the first time I've seen this happen. Yeah. I mean, if if there were some of the big boys reporting on this, it would still my question would still stand because this happens relatively often. So here's the news. Uh, birthmarks be damned, says RT. The FBI has officially started rolling out a state-of-the-art face recognition project that will assist in their effort to accumulate and archive information about each and every American at a cost of a billion dollars. Now, obviously there's more to the, the piece here, but I just want to caution you for a moment here. The last time they tried this in Ybor City, it was a dismal failure now yep. to be clear that was a decade ago going on a technology decade, yeah. has come a long way in a decade's time so who knows how much better the system is today certainly the federal government has more to spend on it than a local uh, city like an ebor city for instance so they've got more resources the software and the hardware is going to be better today than it ever has been but it's still the government And this is the same FBI that, as of half a decade ago, still didn't have email addresses for all of its agents. Yeah, they just couldn't put together an email uh, system. They had spent like $170 million or something like that trying to get email working for their agency. And they had been unsuccessful and had, you know, rolled through several project IT managers. Well, look, um, the the fact is the United States got on the moon, if you believe that story, unless you're a real conspiracy theorist, in which case you don't. the United States got on the moon, the moon, and they didn't do it because NASA invented the stuff to get on the moon. Most of the stuff was invented by private businesses that got them to the moon. So I think that private businesses can probably figure out this face recognition. It's going to, if it hasn't yet. Right? Private businesses are going to figure out. Facebook's got it going on. Well, they can say that there are two eyes here. I was no. Facebook has face recognition. I'll tell Facebook you. Facebook can recognize people in photos. I had uh, I uploaded a picture of me with a picture of Sitting Bull, a, a face uh, a face of Sitting Bull on my shirt, mm-hmm. and it wanted to know who who was on my shirt. Mm. So I mean, it didn't. It wasn't able to tell what that wasn't. Maybe a human. that's because Sitting Bull doesn't have a profile on Facebook. Do you see what I'm saying? Facebook has the ability to identify people it. who it knows. 
in your photos. Yeah, I've heard. I've so heard it didn't know like Sitting Bull. If it knew, if, you know, if Sitting Bull had a profile somewhere, it might have come up with a suggestion. Looks like Sitting Bull's on your <laughs> in your photo. They have this stuff. So maybe it is there. Anyway, the Federal uh, Bureau of Investigation has reached a milestone, they say, in the development of their next generation identification program and is now implementing the intelligence database in unidentified locales across the country. So who knows? Maybe this is coming to a main street near you. New Scientist reports in their article this week that the FBI first outlined the project back in 2005, explaining to the Justice Department in a document that their new system will eventually serve as an upgrade to the current integrated automated fingerprint identification system that keeps track of citizens with criminal records across America. Go on to say that this program is a compilation of initiatives that will either improve or expand existing biometric identification services. And its administrator explained this to the Department of Justice, adding that it will accommodate increased information processing and sharing demands in support of anti-terrorism. So, of course, that's the excuse here is that there's terrorists out there, and so we need to have files on everybody. Yeah, a lot of people don't like this from a a privacy standpoint, and I I get that. What bothers me the most is that when you are brought to task by the government uh, through their criminal justice system, which they don't pay any money really to bring you to justice. You just have to pay for the attorney to defend yourself. Uh, And it's a huge amount that you have to to pay. You don't have access to their cameras in most cases, but they have access to their own cameras. So really, this is a system to bring evidence against you, but not evidence for you. 855-450-FREE. How do you feel about the FBI setting up a network of face recognition cameras across the country? It's what it sounds like they're doing. 1-855-450-3733. Are you a liberty activist or enthusiast looking to meet others like you? Do you want to advance capitalism, peace, and freedom, but aren't sure how? I'm Amanda Mill, Executive Director of Liberty on the Rocks, encouraging supporters of a free society to host happy hour. Activism and education doesn't need to be boring, and you can find free market friends. So start a Liberty on the Rocks network near you and begin connecting and informing libertarian thinkers over drinks. Visit www.libertyontherocks.org. This is Free Talk Live, and you can take control of the airwaves toll-free at 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, live Saturday edition of the program. Joining you tonight, it's Ian. And Mark. Uh, Once again, 855-450-3733. That number brought to you by SACL CAI. And you can join us over at freetalklive.com. We've got archives, so if you've missed a moment of the show, it's no problem. You can go back in time, all the way back to late 2006, and download as many episodes as your little heart desires over at freetalklive.com. So click and enjoy. And if you'd like, you can go and visit our SoundCloud page where it makes it really easy to share those episodes on your Facebook or Twitter or wherever it is you like to spend time online. You can go to freetalklive.com, look on the left-hand side under Listen and Share, and you'll find our SoundCloud link right there. Once again, freetalklive.com, free archives, and more. Just talking about uh, cameras being all over the place uh, and you not having access to the, the video that's going on in those cameras. Here's one that you do have the access to. It's called the Freedom Cam, freedomcam.net. It goes in your car. You stick it up on the windshield. looks like a little uh, fuzzbuster going up there. It's got video at the front of the car, the back of the car. It's got a microphone. It's got GPS. Um, it'll Technically, tell- it's video of the front and the cab. Okay. You could probably see the back of the car through the cab, maybe. But I got it, yeah. yeah. 
But you can. Um, you can see part of it. So, um, yeah, you can get video and the uh, GPS and the direction and speed and all that information. This is, can be really valuable in a situation where, I don't know, maybe you're in an automobile accident or you've had a pullover and you remember uh, the situation differently than the other person, whether that person's a law enforcement official or whether that person is, uh, you know, another another person testifying against you. It's nice to have the ultimate witness on your side. And you can have that with the Freedom Cam at freedomcam.net. It's on sale right now, and it's a limited time situation, so go get one. Uh, they even take bitcoins, if you know what those are. So for traffic stops and all other driving incidents, protect yourself with the ultimate witness at freedomcam.net. It's freedomcam.net. We're sharing uh, news from rt.com, and they actually apparently got the story from a different uh, website. I uh, forget which one it is, but it says it here in, this, in the piece. But the news is that the FBI has themselves a billion-dollar facial recognition system that they're going to be installing across America. Uh, they're already beginning the install, apparently, in unidentified areas. So we don't know where this is happening, but it is allegedly happening. They are going to attempt to link this system in uh, with different levels of government, including local, state, federal, and international partners, they say. Uh, They are hoping to enhance interoperability between those different agencies. So this is a pretty big project. It's, It's got a big scope. How successful they will be at actually, you know, implementing interoperability between these levels of bureaucracies remains to be seen. I that don't is have... always a challenge yeah. for governments is to work together with other agencies and just making things that work. I mean, they have a real difficult time with that. Right. So they've got the money to spend. We'll tell you more about the program, but also want to get your thoughts as well. 855-450-FREE. How does it make you feel knowing the FBI is going to be uh, putting camera systems in possibly on your street? Let's does it go to, make you feel better? Yeah. Uh, does it make you feel like uh, 1984 should have been 2012? Let's go to Dave listening in Chesapeake, Virginia to WNIS. Hey, Dave. Hey, how you doing? Hey, great. What's on your mind tonight? I uh, just wanted to discuss uh, the uh, facial recognition. Um, I'm a recently retired police officer on the East Coast uh, Police Department that uh, used it uh, actually in a, in a public venue uh, where we uh, – uh, and I got to tell you, it was an abject failure. <laughs> when so, was uh, this? Yeah. What, what year was it that you guys implemented it? Uh, probably from, uh, I'd say, 2005 through 2009. Uh, and it was uh, uh, basically what we were doing with it was we had a database of, of wanted people. And uh-huh. uh, we, we scanned public uh, venues uh, looking for, you know, looking for people that uh, – uh, that, that fit that profile, but the, uh, the the problem with it is is that uh, in order to get a hit with it, you, the 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 input picture has to be digitally uh, very similar to the to the the picture that you have on file. Right. And uh, <clears throat> because of that, uh, it's really really difficult to get a to get a hit. And how often, you know, are these cameras actually take? I don't, I don't know if you knew where these cameras were positioned, but a lot of times security cameras and such are positioned above people, and so you've got that kind of exactly. top-down view, and that's going to be different from right. a mugshot, for that's, instance. That's that was a big problem that uh, that, uh, that that we had with it was the, uh, uh, you know, the the input cameras, the input pictures are generally taken, you know, basically at, at eye level, and uh, and the the, the uh, or the, or the database camera, the database pictures were taken at eye level, and then the input, the input photos were taken high enough so that we could, you know, do away with 
you know, whatever vandalism would happen to the right. cameras. Did that they work at all? No, they didn't work at all. Ne- never. All. Did you did, did you ever catch one guy that happened to look nope. up there and was just as clean shaven as he was when he had the? No, not once. Now, did you not get once. false IDs and uh, were yes. there folks that lots were harassed of, as a result false, of that? Lots of false IDs, and uh, we also had and you know we were testing the system constantly, and we actually had uh, several volunteers that were. Uh, you know, that were in the database that obviously didn't have warrants on file, but they were in the database and they would routinely walk, you know, walk the uh, the areas <laughs> where the cameras were in place. And uh, we never got a hit on them. Uh, wow. Uh, lots of lots of false false hits and uh, just generally uh, uh, the system works well. Again, like I said, if you have if your cameras, if, you, if the, the input data that you're putting into it is are located uh, concurrent with the input pictures that you have or the, uh, right. the database pictures. That so you if have. it was like a camera at an ATM looking straight ahead at somebody's face, right. then you probably yeah. would get a match. But any other yeah. angle, you'd be a, a, in trouble. Exactly. And this was and, as uh, early as 2009, as, as recently as 2009, I should say. Uh, yeah, I would probably between 2000, I'd say two t- 2006 and 2009. So how long did you all roll with this before the project was scrapped? Uh, about three years, three to wow. four years, I'd say. Why would the FBI spend a billion dollars implementing this system that uh, you you didn't have one <laughs> successful uh, hit with? Well, you know, I, I've been out of it for a couple of years, and I don't know that, that things might have gotten, you know, exponentially better, but I doubt it. Three years, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, it, we're talking about, you know, the, the system works basically on algorithms is how it works, and it, it takes the... Uh, it takes measurements of, of the distance between people's eyes and their nose and their ears and everything else, converts it to an algorithm, and compares it to database algorithms. And, Interesting. You know, there's really no there, – I don't, I don't know of any way to, to, uh, uh, to get past the whole angle issue. Yeah, there is no way around that. I mean, issue. well, you can yeah, take uh, pictures of people at, at rest at the right angle. I suppose, right. Uh, or in the yeah. in the jail, or you can take video processed. rather than just the picture of uh, you know people. You can take video from you know a hundred. But still, how degrees. similar are people from those angles as opposed to straight on? I mean, it seems like right. people would would look more similar from a an angle upwards than they I would, would straight on. Dave, interesting call. I appreciate you uh, sharing that with us, and thanks for the expertise tonight. Thank sure. you for making that call okay. at eight five five. 450 free. That's 1 855 450 3733. So, another uh, former cop there essentially relaying a similar story to what uh, we'd mentioned. Ebor City in the Tampa area had done something similar a little bit further back, and it was a miserable failure. Yeah, there that's as what well. I wondered, and I'm you know, glad, really glad he called in, is because you know, this was 2004, maybe Ebor City was doing something like that, 2005, and uh, you know, they, it was an abject failure, and this was as recent as 2009, is, is his yeah. claim. Now, uh, of course, you know, your question about why would the FBI spend this billion dollars, well, clearly some contractor is really going to rake in a sweet deal on this, whether it works or not. 855-450-FREE. Your thoughts are welcome. Free time. Are you looking for camping, hunting, or shooting gear? ManVentureOutpost.com carries knives, ammunition, scopes, binoculars, laser sights, fish finders, and boating equipment from manufacturers like Aimpoint, Bushnell, Otterbox, Crimson Trace, K-Bar, Remington, Streamlight, Winchester, and more. ManVentureOutpost.com. Family owned and members of the Better Business Bureau. Prices so low, some can't be advertised. Get an additional 5% off with coupon code FTL. Get it quick. Get it from ManVentureOutpost.com. 
This is Free Talk Live. Bring up whatever you want. 855-453. The SACL CAI toll-free line. You can join us on our website. Head over to freetalklive.com and enjoy the features. We've got the mobile site for those of you with a smartphone who would like to perhaps access our live streams. You can go to m as in mobile.freetalklive.com to do that. That's m.freetalklive.com. It's free, of course. If you're looking for camping, hunting, survival, shooting gear, gear for the outdoors person in your life, you probably want to get the name brands because that way you know you're getting something that uh, is you know, quality made. And I'm certain you want to get the best prices you can. Manventureoutpost.com has the lowest prices. Do the comparison shopping. I dare you. Because I've done it, and every single time I've found Man- ManVentureOutpost.com to have the lowest prices on knives, ammunition, scopes, binoculars, laser sights, tactical flashlights, fish finders, boating equipment, everything. They are family-owned and members in good standing of the Better Business Bureau, and you know how important that is when you're shopping online. You can get an additional 5% off with coupon code FTL. It's Coupon code FTL is in Free Talk Live at manventureoutpost.com. Get it quick. Get it from manventureoutpost.com. All right. So we're going to continue with you and your thoughts and specifically on this FBI facial recognition system, billion-dollar system that they are apparently rolling out as we speak. They say here, according to RT and New Scientist, the one that broke the story, I was looking for that Ah. earlier, uh, the FBI expects its intelligence infrastructure to be in place across the United States by 2014. So that's a pretty quick rollout time. If they're planning on having this all over the place now. You know, in what size cities uh, this will be placed versus towns. You know, those those details are not made clear here. Uh, but uh, specifically, the FBI said the uh, technology could be used for identifying subjects in public data sets as well as conducting automated surveillance at lookout locations and tracking subject movements, meaning their next generation system, as they're, they're calling it the next generation identification program. The NGI is more than just a database of mugshots mixed up with fingerprints. The FBI has admitted that this is their, in, uh, this is their intent with the technology surpassing just searching for criminals, but including spectacular surveillance capabilities. If it works, 855-450-FREE is the toll-free number here. We go to the phones. You know, they've got, in some businesses, they've got these fake cameras that are on the wall with a little blinking light to make you think that, uh, you know, you're being watched or whatever. Maybe that's what this is. It's just some big (laughs) psyop to believe that it works. Let's talk to Jack listening. Uh, Jack, where are you at in North Carolina? Hey, yes, sir. In Charlotte, North Carolina. I was born and raised in Charlotte. You're listening on FM in Charlotte? Well, no, I'm down at 99.5. I'm down at Ocean Isle Beach right now. I left Charlotte this afternoon. I got uh, out of Charlotte. I had to go to see Charlotte and see... Uh, gotcha. Michelle I was just Mountain confused because it looked like you were listening to our Myrtle Beach station in Charlotte, and I didn't think that was possible. So anyway, now oh, it okay, makes sense. Yeah. Go ahead with your thoughts. Right. Okay, right quick. Y'all were talking about the cameras uh, in Charlotte in the last two months, driving all around all the major streets. They have put up cameras at the traffic signals, and everybody says, well, that's red light. No, they have got signal. They put them in, and what it's doing is reading every license tag of every vehicle going through the intersection, and it sends it into a database. And if they're looking for that car, it it will pick it out and send the signal to the police officer that's closest to that location telling them that that car just went through that intersection. Now, where did it's you get that information? Right That's very interesting. Where did you learn this? Oh, well, I've, I've seen the cameras. I mean, I saw them going up. I mean, they just put them in. They're saying they put them in just for the 
for the Democrat convention. But mm-hmm. no, no, no. You know they're going to be there and they're going to stay there. They're oh, yeah, they're going to stay there. Around. But I'm just curious, where did you learn about their purpose? How did you find out about that? Was that local news reporting? Well, I know other people that are in the traffic business. I see. And there's an article in the paper the other day. They were riding through parking deck garages, reading license tags of all the cars in the garages. And if it popped up saying, hey, this car owner owes property taxes, they're either putting a boot on it or putting Jeez. a notice on the window of the car saying you owe back taxes that's crazy how do you make how's that make you feel jack well that's your big brother well listen one other quick thing here is a lot more here's more important than what's going on there tell Did me you know here in north carolina we do not require any type of id to register to vote nothing zilch what else? no driver's license no social security i'm looking in a form i just had some forms printed out. it's an all kind of voter registration get this if you do not have a street address Draw a map of where you reside. Please include roads and landmarks. So I can put down there, I live in a park bench close to the bridge. Well, I mean, this is, you know, I I have kind of mixed feelings about this because on one hand, I don't think people should have to have government identification. And uh, you certainly shouldn't have to own a home to be able to vote if voting is a a right for folks. It is a government election. But here's, here's the problem. So here's the problem. Okay, I sit down and I fill out. 50 or 100 of these forms, and I got 100 other friends, friends, they fill out these applications, they put names and addresses, and they mail them in with that name on it. Now, then you vote as an absentee voter, nobody has seen you, they don't know who you are, and the Democrats can control the vote number, and they're guaranteed well, we, they're going to know. Republican, Diebold or whatever is Republican-owned company or something like that, so I mean, the Re- Republicans and Democrats are always going to control the uh, the voting process. Uh, that's just how it's always been. So you think there should be a bunch of requirements in order to, you think people should have to jump through a bunch of hoops and able to be able to... Uh, to, to vote? No, but here's what we're saying. If you buy cigarettes, beer, cash a check, get on an airplane, you need an ID, right? That's usually how it goes, yeah. Although okay. you can now, fly supposedly saying, without an ID. Sir? I, I'm telling you, you can supposedly fly without an ID. It's been a few years since we've heard from somebody who's claimed that they've done it, but one of our co-hosts has actually done it in the past. You just get uh, the extra special super screening. Then they well, get a little tickle. Cigarettes or beer or cash or check. Yep. Yeah, I hear where you're coming from. It's inconsistent. Um, I think that you shouldn't have to show ID to buy cigarettes or beer or cash a check. So, well, maybe cashing a check. My but, concern but, uh, on this I one. Think, I think voting is the most important one thing you do in this country. Oh, boy, I have to disagree. It's vehemently. statistically an insignificant act. Um, here in New Hampshire, Obama won in 2008 by 68,000 votes. If I voted for him or against him or got to change my vote or whatever, it didn't matter. It's not very important. Yeah, I mean, he won by well, 68,000. He won by only 14,000. So, you know, that you're, you're one of 14,000 that voted for or against him, whatever the, the case may be. So, well, I've definitely voted against him. Okay. Um, so, you know, he won by 14,000. If you got to... If, if a dozen people in your voting district uh, voted for him, then it still doesn't matter because there were 13,980 people that... Uh, no, 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 no. You don't see the picture. 
14,000 easily could be sent in voters. It could. That's a pretty big uh, mailing campaign. It could. And, you know, I'm I'm of the opinion that if you're going to vote in a government election that you ought to have a government ID. I'm I'm Mark. That's Ian over there saying, I don't know. But I, I think you should have a government ID because not because it matters, because I think statistically it probably doesn't matter. And I know there are a lot of cases that go unreported um, and that that go unprosecuted uh, in this area. I have, uh, you know, a friend that it, that was uh, the clerk of, you know, the, the clerk of the, the register or something up here in New Hampshire. And she had a dozen people that came in and voted for Clinton in 2004 and then never registered again. There's they dead all... people voting in Florida. I mean, there's all kinds of yeah, fraud right. all there, over there's, the There's system. fraud. And I think that that is the reason that we should have some level right. of accountability. Jack, thanks for the call tonight. I appreciate well, hearing from you, sir. Well, 855-450-FREE, the SACL-CAI toll-free line. Yeah, I mean, like, I understand where you're coming from, Mark, but on, on the other hand, people shouldn't have to have a government ID. Uh, and and is voting a right? If so, uh, you know, as far as if there's going to be this coercive government around, shouldn't people, all people, have the ability to participate in its ridiculous voting system if All they people want to? do have the ability to go to some place and get a government ID. They're free. A state ID is free. You what can if get you're a- homeless and you don't have a birth certificate? If you're homeless, how the heck did you get to the voting precinct? Uh, you walk. Okay, then how did you get? To, then why didn't you? Weren't you able to go to the place to get a uh, a government ID? You don't have a birth certificate. Well, I, I you know, I, I don't know what to tell you. Now you it don't get to like, vote, right? It seems Look, like the there should is, be some minimal level of accountability. Is, I mean, if you lack the social skills to have a birth certificate, maybe you should lack the social skills to be, to be <laughs> able to vote. I don't know. How do you know you're not one of the most well-educated homeless people? We used to have Homeless John call this show. He was very connected with the political system and very into what was going on. 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL-CAI toll-free line. You can take control. And the fear that people are going to game the system to the tune of 14,000 nail-in votes? That's pretty ridiculous. If you want to move to the free state and you're looking for some real estate, well, I know a guy who's really great. It's the Realtor Mark Warden. Do you want a home with 20 acres, a lakeside cabin, any takers for renters, buyers, and sellers too? Mark Warden is the guy for you. PorcupineRealEstate.com This is Free Talk Live, and you can take control of the airwaves here. Live Saturday edition of the program. Joining you in the studio, it's Ian. And Mark. Uh, the number here is 855-450-FREE. That's toll-free, brought to you by SACL CAI, 1-855-450-3733. And you can also join us over freetalklive.com, where you can support the program by shopping with us. You go to shop.freetalklive.com. You'll find links to Amazon there. Uh, there's Amazon US, Amazon Canada, Amazon UK. Click into the right Amazon for you, and then get your shopping done. Whatever it is you need to buy. Those are good Amazon sells it. They've got a huge selection, free super saver shipping on a whole lot of their items. And uh, you can go and, of course, read all the great reviews and everything that Amazon's all about. You're just entering through our affiliate link so Free Talk Live gets a portion of the purchase price. Once again, go to shop.freetalklive.com to do that. Get your shopping done online through Free Talk Live and help us out at the same time. Shop.freetalklive.com. The FBI rolling out a billion-dollar system 
uh, billion-dollar surveillance system, which is going to not just have facial recognition capabilities, but also have other biometric identification uh, factors involved. Uh, we, you know, we don't know what the exact technical specifications of this thing are. They're being kept under wraps uh, for the most part. They are rolling it out in various different cities, uh, including Washington, Florida, and North Carolina. And according to the New Scientist report, they found the technology used by this next-generation identification system, the NGI, to be accurate in picking out suspects from a pool of 1.6 million mugshots 92% of the time. However, what they're not telling you there is we had an officer, a former law enforcement officer, call in who said that they had this in the uh, area in, which, in Virginia where he was a law enforcement officer, and it was an absolute dismal failure. Now, it's not necessarily the same system. But the point was that if you're identifying people from a mugshot database and you're trying to link up overhead camera views of those suspects, it just doesn't work. You're not comparing apples to apples there. It may be the same person, but the camera view is completely different. So therefore, you're not even looking at the same you know, foreheads factoring and all the different uh, shapes of the face. They all look different. From above, kind of that third-person removed perspective, sure. uh, looks completely different. So when they're saying that they matched up mugshots 92% of the time, they did one, you know, looked at 1.6 million mugshots and were accurate in picking out suspects from it 92% of the time. They're not saying whether the, the pictures they were using to match were taken from the, the straight-on front or whether they were taken from above. And that's probably one of the most important factors here, because as the uh, officer pointed out, if you're going to take, if your cameras are going to be mounted uh, above folks, which is usually the best place for surveillance cameras, you're not going to have that apples to apples situation ever where you've got a straight on shot of somebody's face that's going to be matched up against a mugshot. It's just not going to work. Obviously. So you you can either solve that in two ways. The major way to solve it would be to move the cameras to eye level. But then you're limited in how those cameras can be placed. Uh, you know, it's, they're much more subject to vandalism. If somebody doesn't like that camera, it's you a lot easier. You can hide easier. them. There's lots of uh, ways that you can hide little cameras these days. That's true. Like, you know, at, uh, at the ATM, it's recessed in the wall. There's no way you're going to get to that ATM camera, for instance. So there are ways to, you know, to get that straight on shot. But it's more complicated. You know, it's easy to just mount a camera anywhere above. Nobody can reach it. It's hard to uh, disable it. But if a camera is mounted eye level, it's not hard to take, you know, a baseball bat to it or some paintball gun or something like that. It's a little bit easier to disable those cameras. And we're probably not talking about cheap cameras in a billion-dollar uh, camera system that they're rolling out. Your thoughts are certainly welcome here. 855-450-FREE. Jason is in Portland, Maine, listening to WGAN. Hi. Um when I was in the airport, there was a uh, weapon systems operator on an AC-130 gunship, and we used a similar program that was actually designed to uh, track uh, pattern recognition. So, you know, the shape of, a, of one country's tank versus another country's tank, you know, an M1 Abrams looks different from a Russian T-90, et cetera. Mm-hmm. And that was accurate to about 98%. But again, you're dealing with, you know, manufactured objects which have no or very little variation, unlike human faces. We tried, we tried doing a system like that because the cameras are very sensitive. We tried it with people, and it just didn't work. Again, I'm echoing what that cop said. It just does not work on people unless you have a lot of processing power behind it, which is generally unfeasible unless you're looking at it like an agency like the NSA or the CIA. Now, um, I, I want to know, this is the spooky gunship, is that right? 
A Spectre. Spectre. Which was the old C-47s they use in Vietnam. Now, could you actually fire upon an M1A1 Abrams if uh, you're the, the computer was saying that it was one? We 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 generally could, but okay. it was we. That's why you keep a man in the loop. So it, so you know so if the computer tells you it's a T ninety, but your eyes tell you it's an M one. You can decide not to disengage and not engage that target. Just wondering whether the computer would allow you to uh, to to take aim at you know friendly targets yeah, or whatever. No, it, it, it's the uh, the military is very paranoid about that kind of stuff. So they always want to keep a they they, they never let the computer have its, you know, proverbial finger on the trigger. There's always a human being with its finger on the trigger. Interesting. So that's interesting. So now you're sharing that the military had some recognition software that uh, wasn't very uh, successful. Not for people. Not for people. Not for people, but for stuff like, you know, tanks, right. airplanes, uh, missiles, artillery, stuff. It works perfectly. Very it, good. It was, you know, that's, you know, that accounts for a lot of the accuracy. Jason, how do you feel about this uh, idea of the, the FBI trying to track people, whether they'll be successful or not about it? Uh, how does it make you feel? You know, I'm of the opinion if, if, you know, you don't have anything to worry about if you don't have anything to hide. Ooh, boy, that's, that's a that's scary opinion. opinion. <laughs> that's a scary opinion. What if you do have something to hide and you don't even know it? And what I mean by that is what if they pass a law that says that what you like to do, Jason, is now prohibited and you didn't hear about that? You know, it's, again, it's one of those things. It's, it's a, a, what ifs are easy to do. Is it possible they could outlaw something you enjoy? Well, you know, they've actually, they've already have. They've criminalized being a veteran to, to, to such an extent. You know, you, you know, it's like you hear about this, this Marine yep. veteran who, you know, he posted the fact that, hey, look, I'm voting for Romney, and they drag him off to a VA mental hospital. Now, who was that? He did a little bit more than that, but yeah, I mean. Was that Brandon, Brandon Robe or Rob? Rob. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. He's a Romney oh. voter. Gosh, I'm surprised by you know some of the guys, some of his the guy's rhetoric was uh, was seemed somewhat liberty oriented, and uh, you'd think yeah, somebody. But, but you know he he wasn't violent. He wasn't threatening. He was just he was just you know he was pro constitution, pro liberty, and they drag him off to a VA mental. Just office. a hint: that... you're not pro liberty if you vote for Mitt Romney or Barack Obama. Well, I don't know that I'm not willing to say that. I mean, people do I make am. make their uh, decisions all kinds of. You reasons. don't vote for evil if you're pro liberty. I, I would like to make a point here: is that uh, the Japanese Americans that they put in intern camps, they use census data. Mm-hmm. Uh, government data yep. in order to do that. The uh, the Tutsis and the 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 Hutu when they got in their for their 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 little uh, civil war there in Rwanda and they began hunting. Uh, I think it was the Hutu were hunting down the Tutsis. They used census data and government data to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a there's a long history of governments collecting data and then that data being used in really kind of uh, upsetting fashions. Also, I'd like to yeah, and, I'd like to point out and now that we're look, and now we're looking at you know. Private groups with you know with anti-American agendas, anti-liberty agendas, even getting access to that census data. Yeah, anything that you can collect, anything you can collect in, on or, a computer can be hacked. In, or in the well, I mean, or in the last census, actually being hired by the federal government as census takers. It, 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 all these things can happen, and this is the reason that it, it, uh, government uh, information always scares me. Plus the fact that I know that there's more laws than I can read in four lifetimes, and that's mm-hmm. like the really the number. Um, and so how in the world can I follow all of them? Jason, thanks for the call tonight. I appreciate uh, your thoughts. 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Just to recap uh, his opinion there, uh, revisited the idea that, oh, well, if you don't have anything to hide, then what's the big deal if they're watching you all the time? Well, really? Well, why don't you go ahead and let them put some cameras in your bathroom 
and uh, your bedroom and all over your house, all over your business, you know, they should also, if you don't have anything to hide, why not go ahead and let them uh, monitor all the keystrokes on your computer so, you know, they can make sure that you're doing your bookings, uh, your accounting correctly there. And well, if you don't have anything to hide, then... Yeah. Well, also, um, you, you're assuming that the people that uh, are doing the watching, the watchers, are um, you know doing everything as they're they're supposed to be able to do. Mm, yeah, Anybody who's corrupt. worked for the government realizes that uh, there are a certain level of corrupt people that are working there, and that they'll use that information that they get on their political and, enemies, for instance. And, and, and certainly that happens. Business competition, no doubt know? about that. Um, but privacy is the foundation of freedom. You can't have freedom if the government knows everything about everybody because the government has shown time and again that it is the enemy of freedom not this government but all governments but i will i you know i could specifically give all kinds of inf- information about how this government uh for instance law enforcement officers uh the you know not, not that i think that all law enforcement officers are bad guys but essentially it's their job to kick the fourth amendment in the gut every time they get an opportunity this says that uh, no, no reasonable searches, unreasonable searches or seizures, and essentially at this point that thing's gone. All right, toll free number tonight eight five five four fifty three. Your thoughts are certainly welcome. It's the live Saturday edition. Whether you want to talk about uh, this facial recognition system or the idea that you don't have anything to hide, so what's the big deal if the government knows everything about you? One eight five five four fifty three. Hour two is next. Free talk live. If you've listened to Free Talk Live for any length of time, you're familiar with Bradley Jardis. Brad is the former police officer that now embraces the ideas of liberty, and now he's running for sheriff of Coas County in New Hampshire. Sheriff is a very important position from which a liberty-oriented individual can protect many rights of the populace. Any U.S. citizen can donate to his campaign up to $1,000. He's hoping to raise as much money as possible for his campaign, and his chances are quite good. He's running in Coas County, and Ron Paul actually carried Coas. I hope you'll trust me when I say that we know a few other good reasons that we believe Brad can win. Come on, join Ian and me in donating to Brad's campaign and getting a liberty-loving individual in this very important seat. If Brad gets this seat, it'll be the biggest win for the liberty movement in New Hampshire and maybe anywhere. Give what you can at bradforsheriff.com. Bradforsheriff.com. This was paid for by friends of Bradley Jardis, Bradley Jardis, fiscal agent. This is Free Talk Live, and we're launching into the second hour of the program. You can, as always, bring up anything you would like at 855 453. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-855-450-3733. Join us on our website. Head over to freetalklive.com and enjoy the features waiting for you there. Uh, You can enjoy all the features, including the creation of the content of the site itself. Everything you see on the front page, those numbered items, as you scroll down the page, the numbers are votes, as uh, voted by listeners like you. The items were submitted by listeners like you. Maybe you even did it. You can go and uh, whatever you find online that you think is interesting, maybe it's in a news article or maybe a YouTube video, something fun, something serious, whatever, you submit it as show prep at freetalklive.com. It then appears on the upcoming stories page. That's where it must receive a certain number of votes in, able, uh, in order for it to be promoted to the front page of the site. And the number is not very high. Um, so you can go and have a pretty big effect. You want to talk about a vote that matters? Somebody last hour said voting in the government elections matters, at least the federal level. No way. Uh, 
Voting on the freetalklive.com website absolutely has uh, makes a difference. So go to freetalklive.com, get interactive there. It's all completely free. We're going to go to your phone calls here, but just to bring you up to speed, if you're just tuning in, the FBI has announced that it has awarded Lockheed Martin Transportation and Security Solutions, one of the Defense Department's most favored contractors, with the authorization to design, develop, test, and deploy the NGI system. That stands for Next Generation Identification System. It's a $1 billion program that they are rolling out. Apparently, as we speak, cities in Washington, Florida, and North Carolina are participating. We don't know exactly where this is happening, but they expect to have it rolled out across the United States in full by 2014. Uh, camera, facial recognition software, other biometric identifiers to be tied into this uh, this system, this database, and however it is that it works. Uh, and of course, what we're hearing from the people that have actually had experience with facial recognition systems is that they don't. We had a former cop call in from Virginia. He said it was a dismal failure when they tried it for three years. Uh, we also had a guy from the military say, yeah, it's pretty good at identifying a tank, but actually identifying a human being by their facial features. Not at all. Not so great. Uh, so is I this- haven't heard one case at this point, including the, uh, you know, the stories I've read of it ever identifying anyone. Yeah, it's just it misidentifies it people once. It'll it'll misidentify people and right. target them for uh, you know harassment sure. by the police. Imagine what that's like, uh, you know, getting identified as uh, some kind of they think you're someone person, else person with warrants or whatever. Yeah, yeah that's not going to be real comfortable. Yeah, exactly. So uh, your thoughts are certainly welcome on this. And then I think it was Jason, the very last caller of our last hour, suggested that oh well, it's no problem if you've got a bunch of cameras run by the government around because if you don't have anything to hide, what's the big deal? And this is the attitude of somebody who believes themselves to be a law-abiding citizen, right? Like somebody who is convinced that they are, you know, running it by the book. They have not they do not uh, cross the uh, the government. They have all, you know, they're they know what the laws are and they're being good citizens and they're doing what they're told, but nobody knows what all the laws are. This is just a fantasy that you have about yourself if you happen to be one who's uh, applied this fantasy to themselves. Uh, You don't know what the laws are, and you couldn't possibly know what they are because there are too many of them. The police themselves don't even know what they all are. It's impossible to read them. It would take you multiple lifetimes to even scratch the surface of reading all of the laws and regulations uh, that this country and all of its states and local governments have to present to you. So that's ridiculous. So you don't really know what they've outlawed until, you know, it's too late and then, you know, code enforcement or the police department decides to threaten you over it at that point you know sometimes they'll give you the chance to correct yourself and uh, take down the addition to your house or you know whatever it is that you've done without their permission collecting rainwater on your property there's one yeah growing your grass too tall in the front yard planting a garden without permission yeah that was that was the one i was going to come up with you think we're exaggerating are we we tell these stories all the time no these things do happen all the time and they happen to people just like you if you're one of these, oh, I'm all totally law-abiding. Or they you had a speeding ticket, and you thought you paid it, and for whatever reason, the government decided you know, they didn't see it or whatever. I mean, this happens all the time. Or, it's not like they have any obligation to keep the, you know, they have any incentive to keep their systems going in an efficient fashion. If they make a mistake, it's your problem, not theirs. Absolutely. They're, they don't have any liability for screwing your life up at all. Uh, 855-450-FREE is the number. Let's go to the phones. Talk to Todd listening in Medford to KMED in Oregon. Hey, Todd. How you doing? Hey, great. What's on your mind? Uh, two things, actually. Uh, first of all, my son turned 16, and he went down and uh, got his license, and he has his hair swoops down across his uh, forehead and so on. And 
So he went to get his picture, and then it rejected his picture, and she said, well, you have to pull your hair back for the photo recognition to work. Uh, so I thought that was very interesting that they're even starting that in the DMV now, that uh, there's something's in the works, you know, uh, long-term, short-term, whatever it is. Uh, right, because nobody think, walking around the street's going to have their hair hanging down in front of their face or a baseball cap on or something else to obscure the camera's uh, recognition. That of wasn't them. the point he's trying to make. I mean, the point he's trying to make is is that they're trying to integrate all these systems together. Yeah. But I think that what you'll probably find as time goes by is more fashions, you know, bigger hats mm-hmm. and uh, things like that as fashions. Yeah. Well, I mean, people do it with their license plates and, and stuff now. But the other thing I wanted to, uh, you know, I've been on hold for quite a while here, and I, I was listening to you guys, and I I just started listening to you guys. And I, I'm trying to figure where you're coming from. Are you Libertarian <laughs> Ron Paul supporters? We are tough to figure out. Um, I certainly supported Ron Paul in this uh, in this election. I also supported Ron Paul and uh, continue to support uh, Ron Paul because I certainly don't support the Republican and Democratic uh, establishment. And libertarian is a, is a word that I find issue with uh, personally. It would have been a word I would apply to myself. I am running as a candidate for the Libertarian Party here in uh, New Hampshire for state rep. So I, I reluctantly would apply that word to myself, but uh, only in the most principled understanding of it in that I don't support the initiation of force to achieve political or social goals. And I support voluntary okay, well, methods to organize society. My, my question to you is, is you're complaining about all these things that are that are going on, and I, I certainly agree with you. I, I I tell my son, don't ever even get a tattoo because the first thing when you're arrested or 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 even accused of a crime, they take pictures of your tattoos and so on. So you're basically identified by those first before you're even your mugshot. Um, but the thing is, is all these things are happening and they're ongoing. The bell has been rung. But I don't hear you guys come up with ideas on how to unring the bell. Great. I'm glad you gave us that opportunity because uh, I know you're new, you're new to the show. Uh, and uh, if you've only listened a couple times, then maybe you've missed it because we normally hit that uh, answer at least once per show. And, and uh, Todd, I want to give that to you, but I'm going to drop you uh, right now because your phone's kind of windy. But thank you for the call. Uh, yeah, 855-450-FREEZE number. First thing I'd like to say is there are lots of shows out there that don't give you an answer. I mean, just about every other talk show out there says vote for the Republican or vote for the Democrat. Is that an answer? That's been going on for the last Two hundred and something years, mm-hmm. and this is the way. This is where we're at. So, and and we know what uh, you know a Republican. We know what red states look like, and we know what blue states look like, and they all have their problems. So, I can't see how voting for Republicans and Democrats is a solution because those states have their problems. If these were good solutions, then those states would be utopias, either the red or the blue, whichever side it is that you think is great. So, um, yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd like in defense of Free Talk Live, nobody else has any solutions either. Okay, so uh, there is a solution, and there are a lot of problems, and it's easy to talk about problems, so I agree with Todd in that you know, it is important to put ideas out there as to how things can change. And I don't think voting for Ron Paul is a solution. I just like to make that clear. I only did it because he's the principled candidate in the in the race, and I wanted to vote for him because of that. It's not um, a solution. I'm not under the uh, I'm not under the delusion that if Ron Paul were elected, that all of a sudden all of our problems would be solved, or that even any significant amount of them would be solved uh, at the federal level. So I don't think that there's some sort of uh, grand savior who uh, you know for whatever political party is going to come along and change things at the federal level. I think that ultimately. The the solutions have to come from the uh, the grassroots, and to be more specific, 
I mean the Free State Project, and that is to get people who love the ideas of liberty, like uh, myself and Mark and uh, the over 1,000 others that are already here in New Hampshire as part of the Free State Project, to get those people together in the same place. Because the fact is, the people that support Ron Paul, they, they're, you know, there's a decent amount of them, but they're spread out all over the place. And they don't know who each other is, and they can't be very effective if they aren't together in one place. And so Liberty Lovers are coming to New Hampshire as part of the Free State Project. Freestateproject.org, over 12,500 are pledged to move thus far. But we're already, even with over 1,000 here, we're already having an impact in the political scene and having an impact uh, from other aspects like creating media and other exciting things. So that, to me, is the best solution. More coming up. You can take control. 855-450-FREE. It's Free Talk Live. In every age, a technology is created that upends the foundations of society, the wheel, the printing press, the Internet. Now, in a world sliding into financial chaos, a new technology is changing the way monetary systems work around the world. It is called Bitcoin. Bitcoin is a new form of money, controlled not by banks, governments, or corporations, but through mutual commerce between free individuals. To learn more, visit WeUseCoins.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up what you want. It's the live Saturday edition of the program. We're here to take your calls at 855-453. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-855-450-3733. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com and enjoy the features waiting for you there. Uh, We've got a lot of them, and they include the archives of the show that go all the way back to late 2006. Click and download at freetalklive.com. Once again, that's freetalklive.com. Dot coms. Tell me, Mark, about BitInstant. BitInstant is a company that will allow you to get Bitcoins. If you don't know what Bitcoins are, I'll tell you. Bitcoins are an online currency. They allow you to send and receive money from anywhere in the world to anywhere in the world without fees. As you know, sending money online costs money. Sending money in the real life costs even more. Bitcoins remove that uh, that burden. They also allow a certain level of an- they they allow anonymity if you uh, you know know how to use them properly and you study up and and do it. But they're potentially an anonymous currency, which can be very valuable in say despotic regimes like uh, North Korea or something like that. Being able to get money to uh, to folks there or them getting it out or or whatever. It allows you to have complete control over your money. It's peer-to-peer and open source. It's impossible for anyone to uh, counterfeit Bitcoins. It's impossible for them to inflate them. By by that, I mean create more Bitcoins than there currently are. uh, Counterfeit. Um, It it is impossible. If if you do the right uh, kind of uh, security, you can have a great deal of safety as far as it goes. You are the bank when it comes to Bitcoins. And if you want to get Bitcoins, you can go to bitinstant.com. They've got more than 750,000 locations uh, that you can exchange cash for Bitcoins, and you'll have Bitcoins in your Bitcoin wallet before you even get home. It's bitinstant.com. Let's go to the phones, to the fun. You can bring up what you want here. Uh, We've got David on the line listening in Montana. David, you're on Free Talk Live. Hey, yo. Hey, David. What's on your mind tonight? Hey, with the cameras, man, we'll be so much secure, and the terrorists won't get us, and, and we'll be more free. And, yeah, that's and, right. All it takes to stop the terrorists is a camera. <laughs> and, right. I feel so much freer with the TSA. And, and Mark, just imagine, with, 
everybody on that uh, recognition thing, we won't have to show our ID for uh, the voting. You know, they could just take the picture of us and they could say, hey, yeah, you're a good voter. It'll make things easy. But plus, I'm invested in this company and I stand to make a lot of money. Come on, man. You know, we we in the stock market, man, have to generate some money. So let's put cameras everywhere. Come on. It's a good idea. It's good for the economy. Yep. This is uh, actually one of the things that happened with the, uh, the, the the TSA and their their scanning equipment. You know, one of these uh, things that were trotted out is, well, this will fix everything as far as security goes. Turns out they've, they've mothballed them at this point. But, <laughs> you know. Yeah, sure. Billions of dollars. I guy that thought of the idea, you know, his, his buddy, some congressman. Oh, sure. The one that sent the bill in. You know, come on. You know, this is business. It's good for America. Yeah, that's all it is. Even if the camera system doesn't end up working, Lockheed Martin is going to make out pretty good on this deal. Oh, yeah, and all the subsidiary companies that's going to put them in and everything, like my uncle or my cousin and everybody, you know. (laughs) It's the same old scam, just now on a different level. They think they could do anything they want. Nobody's going to stop them. When good men let evil people do what they want, that's what happens. Evil's everywhere, man. So all these people that say, yeah, this is good for us. Yeah. Come on, man. America's going down the tubes. It's going faster. You know how the drain goes faster? That's well, I, I, for one, say bring it on. Uh, I hope that uh, the United States goes down the tube so we can have secession and have uh, different states Something bail out on is. this deal, because this deal's terrible. I think it's a lot better Something to say Washington, D.C. when you refer to that. David, thanks for the call, man. I appreciate it. Uh, what do you mean by that? I think Washington, D.C. is something that people can vilify, but the United States is something that people hold up. They like the colors, uh, red, white, saying. and blue. They yeah. like the eagles. They, they well, get over it, because it's a bad idea. Well, I think that I, I think that what we've it's seen a failed is experiment. the consolidation of power in an area like Washington, D.C. makes for, uh, you know, makes a situation where corruption is the rule I as opposed to the exception. I don't care if you've got two different consolidations of power, one on the West Coast, one on the East Coast. It's a bad idea across the the board. It was a bad idea for the well, you're European proposing Union. Fifty different consolidations. It was power, a right? bad idea in the yeah. The more uh, the more competition you have, the better. I don't support the idea of the state at all. But if I have to choose, I'd absolutely rather have fifty state governments competing for people moving between them than I'm not I would disagreeing one with federal you. government. So I, you know, I get what you're saying. Like, oh, don't say the United States is a bad idea, but it is a bad idea, and I'm going to say what it is because I'm going to tell it like it is, and that's how it is. Because the idea of bringing these people together who really don't have much in common i mean it's a world of difference between florida and new hampshire yep. and california and all of the different uh, you know places in this country can't argue with that the idea of uh, sticking people together where you have donor states and uh and what's the what are the states that uh, you know leech off of the system well, leech states <laughs> leech welfare states, states. <laughs> i mean whatever you want to call them uh, you know state uh, it, it Re- just doesn't, rece- recipient states it just doesn't make any sense um as far as i'm concerned i think from you know maybe from the standpoint of uh, defense but we've seen what's happened with uh, with that is is that well you know it turns out that uh, you know there's been a lot of offense too yeah exactly let's go to cole listening in texas you're on free talk live hey cole hello hey what's on your mind oh well um i was listening to i I was calling about the vaccines um but uh, that security state apparatus thing you're talking about you know that's kind of a step toward the the technocratic thing that's when 
you know, they generate all this data and there's some sort of administrative thing comes up. So therefore we get to intrude into your life and, you know, that's probable like, cause, right? Uh, you know, yeah, for, well, it's probable cause. They generated data with a face scan camera. So, you know, so, so what's the problem, but, right? Uh, you know, we've generated yeah, probable right. cause. What do we need? Well, uh, it just takes, it makes it a procedural thing. And, yeah. um, you know, I'm, I'm an army vet and, uh, I, I know that government agencies don't tend to treat people, their own people, very well. You know, they'll burn you uh, right away. Uh, yeah, you're so, just a human resource, not an actual human being. Right. So so if you apply that same um, uh, apparatus to general people, you know, they don't have experience with it. They're not going to know how to address recourse or anything like that. Jesus, who does? Uh, I mean, there, there are very <laughs> few people out there that know how to, to have any kind of recourse against the government. Maybe lawyers. It's very difficult. Yeah, even then you would need a team of them just to handle that one instance. You know? For sure. I don't know about you, but I can't afford that. No, no, no most of us can't. So, Cole, what else uh, is on your mind tonight? All right, well, I uh, we had a vaccine day at the National Guard um, for flu vaccine, and uh, <laughs> I didn't want to participate in it. And, you know, if you have an infinite It's pretty home, obvious, Cole, that you're a terrorist. Go ahead. Yeah. Well, the, if you know, if you have an infinite home or if you have some sort of health, or health, health uh, condition, then you're exempt from even having to uh, participate. But if you just object to the idea of, you know, jacking with your immune system and, you know, putting adjuvants of mercury and aluminum in your body that are, you know, can give you dementia or Alzheimer's or... It's my understanding that they're not putting thimerosal in any um, uh, of the... The flu uh, vaccine? The the vaccines at this point. I mean, that's, that's my understanding. But I've had adverse reactions to flu vaccines on the two instances that I've taken them. So I can see totally why people would not want to do it. All right, Cole, I want to know what happened uh, in your story. You, you refused this, and what did they do? Hang on. We'll bring you back here in a moment. 855-453. The SACL CAI toll-free line. You don't have to talk about observation uh, as far as government surveillance. You can talk about anything you want. Take control of the airwaves. 855-453. It's Free Talk Live. The three most important things you can do for Free Talk Live are, one, share one episode a week on Facebook or in some other social networking site. Two, buy the things you buy online through shop.freetalklive.com. Three, give three bucks a month to the AMP program. You likely buy all kinds of things online. Amazon is the largest online retailer. You can get what you need at the same prices with free super saver shipping by going to shop.freetalklive.com. Please do your online shopping at shop.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. It's the live Saturday edition. We are here to take your calls about what you want at 855-453, the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can join us on our website. Head over to freetalklive.com. Enjoy the features that are waiting for you there. We have a lot of them, and they include the bulletin board system, wherein you can get interactive with other Free Talk Live listeners all for free. BBS.freetalklive.com. That's BBS.freetalklive.com. We'll take you there. I'm going right back into your phone calls. Cole is with us listening in Texas. Cole is a member of the National Guard, and you said that they had a vaccine day at which you uh, attempted to refuse? Uh, yes. I don't know what the repercussions of that are going to be yet. You oh, know, so this still... just happened? 
Yeah, that was today. Yeah, oh. I, before before you go on, Cole, I said that uh, thimerosal is not in um, vaccines, in flu vaccines uh, in the United States since I think two, 2001 or something like that was when it happened. I'm mistaken. Uh, according to this, multi-dose vials contain thimerosal. This is uh, the CDC here, and uh, of course they say that it's completely safe, but um, <laughs> they, uh, they say That's don't, right, don't consume mercury otherwise. Well, they, that is so true, right? We are the government and we would never lie to you. Ever, yeah. Well, what what so, was the response? I mean, when you sh- did you show up or did you just call in and say, "Yeah, I'm not coming"? How did you end up no, telling no. them? I showed up. I don't, you know, I, I really don't mind participating in the in the guard. I was I was active duty for a long time before it was kind of a, so I didn't have to deploy again. I, I could either join the guard or, you know, it was kind of a, a, a coercive. It's like either either join the guard or you you go to Afghanistan. I, well, I that's an easy choice. Yeah, yeah, sounds so, easy. Uh, anyway. Uh, I had a, a, a real terrible reaction to the anthrax vaccine, and I'm still kind of dealing with uh, the, the the effects of that, you know. And I, I can remember the attribute, or I attribute it to uh, to that, and so it makes now, me step back and say, "Wait a second, you know, these vaccines may not be what they're advertised to be." And, so uh, now I don't disagree with you on this call, um, but my question is: is um, you said that uh, they would give you an out if you had young children at home or a medical reason, and it sounds like if you had an adverse reaction to a an anthrax vaccine, that you have a medical reason not to take a flu vaccine. Well, right. There's some uh, some docs uh, around uh, the Austin area, which is uh, where where I live, and uh, there there are no vaccination doctors. They they don't believe in the uh, uh, administering vaccines as a as a means of maintaining health, I guess. Okay. So I figured that if I could find one of these guys and, and get uh, uh, a doctor's note from him, get an evaluation from him, and maybe bring that later on. Again, I don't know what the fallout for, from this. Yeah, I was going to say, you're, you're still not sure what they're going to do to you, if anything, about this. I mean, they may right. just drop the issue or give you a verbal uh, lashing. And I, I'm curious to find out what happens. So let us know, will you, Cole? Okay, I certainly thanks, will. Thanks uh, for the call tonight, man. Great. I appreciate hearing from you, sir. 855-450-FREE, 1-855-450-3733 is the toll-free number we go to. And by the way, it's brought to you by SACL CAI. We go to Barry, listening in Idaho to XM's Extreme Talk. Hey, Barry. Hey, uh, guys. Nice to be able to talk with you tonight. Welcome, sir. What's on your mind? Um, well, I was just wondering why um, your opinion is that it's a point meaningless, uh, I think, was the way you said it, to vote in a federal election. Well, let me go ahead and uh, give it to you. Uh, Barry, where, where are you at? Idaho. Idaho? Um, yeah. If you were a Barack Obama supporter, and I don't know if you are or not, do you think that there would be any point in going to vote in Ohio, um, Idaho? Well, I, I don't understand where you're coming from. You, I mean, okay. I, I, I believe there's a an ultimate consequence that we... Um, that we get from uh, who's elected to federal offices. That's not the point. The point isn't that there are consequences to who gets into the office. The point is whether or not there is a point in you going. You do understand that all the elections are essentially what, I guess it's 51 different, um, let's see, it's it's a less than 60 different elections, state elections, and then the electoral college goes into effect and, and that kind of thing. So in Idaho, it's going to be a statewide election, right, for president. Right. And the total electoral college votes of Idaho for something like that will go to the winner, and that will be Mitt Romney in Idaho. And um, I'm going to make a prediction. Now, I don't remember the last time that Idaho voted for a Democrat, but I'll bet you it's been a long time. And so at that point, 
all the Democrats who went essentially wasted their time. If it was if they if uh, Romney won by 10 votes or if he won by all the votes, it doesn't matter. He gets the same amount of electoral votes. But yet, I mean, where do you see that it's pointless that whoever is elected to a federal office? I mean, oh, no, like no, that wasn't no... well, that wasn't my statement, my statement. And you want to twist my words. My statement is it is pointless to vote for most people in most cases. What he's saying, let me see if I can maybe clarify this. What you're saying, Mark, is that if candidate A, Romney, is going to win no matter what, if you want to vote for Barack Obama, it doesn't matter. Why bother even going? Right. Because if I lived in Idaho, the other guy's going to win. If I lived in Idaho and I was an Obama supporter, I would save my gasoline because Romney's going to win Idaho. Now, there might be other uh, local candidates. Oh, yeah, that... it's absolutely worth going and voting in, in some local elections, absolutely. And if you happen to be there, all it takes is the the, you know, the scratching of a number two pencil to vote for uh, your favorite candidate for, for president. I don't have a problem with that. But don't believe that your vote is likely to make a difference on a statewide election. Well, you also have uh, U.S. Uh, senatorial, senatorial elections. Most, those are statewide, yep. So I mean, they're but they're they they are federal. Okay, what's that have to do with uh, their st- you know they're statewide? It's still it's the numbers, it's the statistics. It doesn't have to do anything with where they're serving the office. The governor's statewide. The senators are statewide. Likely in your state, there may be one or two representatives to the U.S. House. So those are going to be either be statewide or half a statewide. Um, and the larger an election is, and statewide elections are the only elections you vote in. Because there are no national elections in any state in the United States. You're always voting in statewide elections. So, um, you know, the, the larger the election is, then the less point that it makes. If you're, gonna, if you're a Romney supporter and you're in California, stay home and play with your kids. You know, play a video game. Do anything but going to the, vo- the polls okay. and wasting your vote. Well, what about in the, in the states that are... That are going to be decided by a small number of votes. Now I mean, there, it's still now, a, it makes it's still a little a, more a federal election, it, and you're saying that there's no point in somebody going out and voting. Largely pointless, I believe, is how I usually voice it. If I didn't say largely pointless, then I need to, you know, um, let me retract. But there are going to be maybe nine or ten states that they call swing states that are going to uh, be decided. I'm having trouble hearing you guys. Barry, uh, sorry about that, man. Thanks there. for the call tonight. Appreciate hearing from you at 855-450-FREE. Clearly, it's a new idea to him. I mean, if, if voting feels good you and you love to do it and it makes you feel like you're doing something then by all means continue to you know cast those ballots but what you're trying to say mark is that ultimately one vote in the theory of all of or in the scheme of the entirety of all of the elections uh, for national uh, level offices is not going to uh, amount to anything most americans live in california new york texas texas I, uh, Illinois. Um, I can go on down the list. New Jersey. Yeah. Um, and I could just go on down the list and Florida. name the states where it doesn't make any difference who you're voting for. Yeah. If you're in one of the swing states, I suppose you make, you know, you're, you're certainly much more likely to be in a vote, but it only to be for it to matter. But really, the only way your vote matters is if you cast the one vote that makes the difference. Now, sometimes you could you can claim that if uh, you make the margin large enough that there's not a, a recount, that that's a good thing. But 
I mean, what you're basically doing is spouting heresy to some people. I mean, you are. I'm just talking statistics, math. I know, but it's, it's a faith-based operation to believe otherwise. Right. That's that's just it. That's why people are bristling, and they you know they don't understand that cognitive dissonance is uh, is rearing its ugly head here because. You know, folks have been trained through going to government school and watching the uh, mainstream media that voting matters. There's a lot of propaganda out there that suggests that it is one of the most important things, as our earlier caller suggested, that uh, that a human being can do is vote for uh, Tweedledee or Tweedledum, uh, Scumbag 1 versus Scumbag 2, Thug A versus Thug B. And, of course, you know, we're not even addressing that part of it. You're just saying from a numbers issue, the last, it doesn't matter. The last time the Democrats, it looks like, won Idaho was 1964. 855-453. Get out there and vote for Obama in, in Idaho. 1-855-450-3733. Your thoughts are certainly welcome. You can bring up anything that's on your mind and take control of this live Saturday edition of Free Talk Live, 855-453. On Free Talk Live, we talk about investing in gold and silver as a hedge against inflation, investment, and barter currency. We've teamed up with Midas Resources to offer you some great rates on some hand-picked gold and silver pieces. U.S. Eagles, British Sovereigns, 20 Francs, Lakota Nation Silver Rounds, Montana Silver Reserves, and Walking Liberty Halves. Call 877-857-9938 or go to gold.freetalklive.com. The shipping is the same for one as it is for 20, so try to get as many as you can all at once. Gold.freetalklive.com. It's Free Talk Live, and you are invited to take control of the airwaves. It is the live Saturday edition of the program. Joining you tonight, it's Ian. And Mark. 1-855-450-3733. That number brought to you by SACL CAI. 855-450-FREE. We're going to continue with your phone calls, but I want to remind you that this program is brought to you by Derek J's Victimless Crime Spree. You can see it now at VictimlessCrimeSpree.com. If you haven't yet done so, the YouTube video has, it's coming up on 20,000. We're over 19,000 views. It's been just over a month that the movie has been available. It is a feature-length documentary, and it's all about the year, the first year that Derek J, who's one of our co-hosts during the week, uh, spent here in Keene, New Hampshire, and a lot of the uh, the activism that he involved himself in that resulted in multiple arrests. Uh, it's it's really quite the documentary. It's action packed. It is not going to bore you. Uh, VictimlessCrimesPree.com is where you can go to see it for free on YouTube in HD. And also, uh, if you are into torrents, you can download an HD copy of the film that way. We are going to actually have a real-life premiere of the movie coming up next Saturday. So Saturday the 15th at 9.45 in the morning at uh, Keene Cinemas in Keene, New Hampshire. And if you can't make it to that, and most of you probably can't, there is a contest going on. We're giving away two Derek J's Victimless Crime Spree movie posters. They will be autographed by Derek J. himself, and the posters themselves are limited edition. We're only printing five of them in total. So we're giving two of the five away. The other three are going to the production team, myself, Derek J., and the editor, Bo Davis. So only two will be given away, one of them at the actual screening in person uh, and one of them online. So if you can get online and go to victimlesscrimespree.com, you can enter this contest. Uh, the way we're doing it is the idea is you sponsor a seat because if you can't make it to Keene for the, the premiere – 
then sponsor a seat. We're doing the premiere for free. So anybody who walks in, first come, first serve, they're going to be able to walk in, walk in, sit down, and watch a movie for watch the movie for free. Which you know it costs some money to rent a theater and do those sorts of things. So part of the idea is to recoup those costs, uh, and then so we kind of sweeten the deal with offering one of these movie posters up. So some lucky winner on the internet who uh, sadly won't be able to make it likely to. Uh, the premiere, we'll still have a chance at winning the Derek J's Victimless Crime Spree poster. Are you excited, Mark? Is that an exciting... I uh, I, I think that the, the winning the poster... I wish I got one. I mean, I kind of like the idea. Yeah, well, you can. If you're going to be at the premiere, you can enter I'm in real go. life. Uh, but I don't think it's fair that I would win. So I'm not going to enter into the drawing. Why would, that not, why would that not be fair? Because... I'm involved in Free Talk Live, and you don't want... I mean, it's just because other people are there, and they should yeah, have the opportunity to win. It's you just, can still give us money, though, if you want, Mark. I, we'll thank take, you. I we'll appreciate that. For that. Uh, but it's five bucks for one raffle ticket, and if you do $10, you get three raffle tickets. You know, at every increment of 10, you'll get three raffle tickets uh, beyond that. So we've actually had a couple people put $100 into uh, the raffle at this point. It's only up to about 250 though, so there's still a limited amount of entries. Have we just here. been talking about the uh, the math on voting, and you want me to buy a raffle ticket now that I'm found out Much that somebody... Better odds. Has bought uh, 300 uh, raffle tickets? No, 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 no. 30 no. raffle tickets, excuse me? Yeah, th- 30. Yeah, yeah, my one at five bucks is going to matter? You never know. Yeah. You never know. I mean, it's, it's only five bucks. Anyway, you can go to victimlesscrimespree.com. Anybody who chips in uh, above five bucks will get entered into the raffle for the very exclusive Derek J. Victimless Crime Spree autographed poster. Uh, all right, so 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Let's go to Mike. He's listening in Cedar City. Uh, and I'm not sure where that is. Mike, where is Cedar City? It's uh, it's in uh, southern Utah. I'm, I'm driving, and I just that was where I was when I got online in the queue. So. Welcome, sir. You're listening to XM's Extreme Talk. Go ahead with your thoughts. Yes, sir. Hey, uh, Mark and Ian, if you guys have nothing to hide, then what are you worried about uh, face-scanning cameras and uh, warrantless searches? I've got things to hide. <laughs> you yeah, know I mean? I'm being totally facetious. You know, that's the, I get that response from people a lot when yeah. I talk about uh, the police state, and it's just ridiculous. And the whole thing about voting, uh, this in the beginning of uh, Derek J's Victimless Crime Spree, there's that black and white uh, uh, little interview. I think it was Aldous Huxley, and he that's said correct. something paraphrasing, like you, you have to give the people just enough slack or just enough rope to think that they're free, yep. to keep them from revolting, something you know, something like that. And that's what the elections are. If anybody doesn't realize that the presidential any elections are just theater to let people have a feeling that they're contributing to uh, the political process, it's just such a fraud and a joke. And the funny thing is, when people come out of those uh, polling places and they get their snazzy little sticker that with the, <laughs> with the American flag waving proudly yeah. and it says, I voted today. Yeah. And I think to myself, there's another sucker right there. Yep. I've gone and voted on probably I, just about every one of these uh, these situations. I but do. don't you agree with what he's saying? I mean, I think Mike's spot on here. I mean, clearly the idea of participating in a national election, it's ridiculous. I mean, either if either candidate wins, we all still lose. So, I mean, from several different angles, yeah, it's a waste of time. I haven't seen the election that uh, has brought us a, can- uh, a presidential candidate that's brought us more freedom yet. Yeah, and this and the uh, other thing I wanted to say was that it, when I Mark said that people enjoy the American flag, the red, white, and blue and stuff, when I see an American flag, especially on these eighteen wheelers, some of these truck drivers will plaster a huge vinyl American flag, right. like waving brightly. And I when I see that, when I see the American flag, I immediately start thinking about corruption, domination, 
uh, uh, going and controlling other countries, welfare, uh, the police state. I just, I mean, I don't have any good feelings when I see the flag. I'm actually embarrassed <laughs> to say that I'm an American. I mean, just that knowing what other people around the world, just imagine what people in other countries think of Americans. Well, it depends. I, it depends on you know America's their experience. Still, uh, within the top 15 freest places economically, it's uh, on some lists, it's in the, you know, it, in, in many lists, it's in the top dozen or so freest places in the world. Not eco- uh, not uh, not on the press freedom. It's in No, like press freedom, it's a disaster. And I think it's going downward in that area. Hey, Mike, thanks for the call and the thoughts tonight. I appreciate hearing from you at uh, 855-450-FREE, and I share a lot of uh, a lot of his concerns. I, you know. I have concerns for the direction this country's going. Um, I still think that it's one of the better places to live. And but I mean, there's Give a lot time. of there's a, I, I agree. I agree with you. And I'm not going dis- to disagree on that point. But there's a lot of evidence that there's wealthy people. The producers are moving elsewhere now. Uh, sure. The, the, you know, people are giving up their U.S. citizenship in order to avoid the the very high taxes that they have to pay. Eight five five four fifty three. Scott listening in Arizona. You're on Free Talk Live. Hey, Scott. Scott, yeah, I, I haven't been listening to most of the show this evening, so I don't know what else has been talked about. But the reason I'm calling is this this Honduras thing where they're talking about building three kind of autonomous cities. Mm-hmm. And something that has not been mentioned is, I, you know, I think this idea is purely evil. And really? the reason why is that these areas that supposedly are going to be sold or leased or whatever, there are people living there. Do you and have evidence of that statement? The government is going to take a whole bunch of money from whoever whoever puts these projects together and then just basically yank these people's land out from underneath them and give it to whoever these corporations are that are forming these cities. You, and it's just imperialism. Do you have any evidence that that's the truth? No, I don't. And I'm, I'm looking forward to the interview that you announced yep. is going to happen I, I think, on Monday. Same here. I'm very interested in it. And I don't know whether what kind of land we're talking about here. I mean, we're talking about, you know, some kind of I mean, I, I looked at these this place that they're talking about. and The government claims a lot of land for itself in that area. So if the government claims to own some land, like, say, a, a national park or something like that, carves out an area for this autonomous city and then gives it, will you consider that legitimate? Oh, not really, because yeah. because there probably were people that were living there before the government stole it in the first place. You know, Prob- probably true. But I mean, these are one. Of, this is this is kind of the argument against um, you know all property. I have a piece of land that I'm sure the Abenaki Indians would claim as their own currently, right now. And at this point, the the state of New Hampshire and the United States federal government doesn't even recognize the Abenaki tribe. But there are certainly some people running around with Abenaki blood in their uh, it running in their veins at this point. Should I search them out and try to give my land back to them? Well, I, I agree. I agree. It's just, it's just what I'm saying is this is just a continuation of this whole evil. I can totally see it, how this leaves a bad could taste. Be. If that's what's happening. If that's what it is. Right. Then that definitely leaves but a bad taste Also, in my the people that are claiming it are not indigenous people. They're people that had moved there at some point in the last hundred years or something like that. Are you sure about that? Yeah, I've, I've looked it up. I mean, I've, I've searched this. This is an important issue to me, too. Yeah. So I, I just want to make it clear that, it, you know, the, okay, so somebody else owned the land before those folks Scott, came, too. thank you for the call tonight. I appreciate your concerns. Uh, I appreciate you making that call. Now, we're going to have – is this confirmed that the CEO of MKG Group uh, – I sent you an email. I, 
I've got some emails. Maybe I just haven't gotten to it yet. Uh, is is this is a cons- this is con- confirmed? He's going to be on Monday night. It's confirmed. Okay, great. That's exciting. I mean, this that doesn't the, make it mean it's going to happen. This is the but president of the uh, the private company that is looking to build these private cities that Scott was talking about down in Honduras, and we've got some. I think some you know really relevant questions that need to be asked about this whole process. Of course, you're welcome to call in as well at that time. We've still got plenty of time for your call tonight as well about anything that's on your mind. You can take control of the airwaves. Hour number three is still to come. 855-450-FREE. That's toll-free. Brought to you by SACL CAI. It's 1-855-450-3733. Free Talk Live. Hi, I'm Richard Grove of TragedyandHope.com, and thanks to the help of Mark and Ian here on Free Talk Live, we've created this call to action to help raise awareness for John Taylor Gatto. In 2001, former New York City and State School Teacher of the Year, John Taylor Gatto, published The Underground History of American Education, detailing how public schooling creates obedient workers and debt slaves. Now John delivers a message which he calls your birthright. It's titled The Ultimate History Lesson, and it's a five-hour journey illustrating how and why our public schools are dumbing us down and what we can do about it. Therein, referencing more than 200 footnotes and 30 classic texts. John suffered multiple strokes in the weeks after filming this interview, and he's in need of your help as he continues to recover. Please click the banner on freetalklive.com and enter the coupon code FTL and we'll send you the ultimate history lesson on four DVDs plus a free 15-hour MP3 bonus DVD. Thank you for tuning in and not dropping out. show is free talk live and we're doing the live saturday edition of it we're here to take your calls about anything and we being in and mark 855-450-FREE is the number that's toll free and it's brought to you by SACL cai 1-855-450-3733 and of course you can bring up whatever's on your mind you can join us online at freetalklive.com as well and enjoy all the features that we have on the site for you there for those of you just tuning in we're going to get right back to your phone calls in a moment here but just to recap uh briefly the overarching topic of discussion here has been the FBI's program, the billion-dollar program, Next Generation Identification, NGI program that will involve cameras, facial recognition software, and other biometric identifiers, so fingerprints, palm prints, other things like that, uh, and who knows what else down the line, eye scans, these are all question marks, but we do know they're going to involve as many biometric indicators as possible. Uh, camera systems hooked up in different cities, and they've already begun to roll this out. So, you know, how does that make you feel? That's led, led into a variety of other conversations, including the old classic line of, oh, if you don't have anything to hide, then what's the big deal? Well, I submit that you probably do have something to hide, whether you realize it or not. And even if you are some sort of perfect law-abiding person who has never broken any governmental rule ever, I don't think that person exists, but even if you are that person, it's only a matter of time before they outlaw something that you like. All you have to do is take a look at the TSA lines to see what it, um, you know, the answer to that question. The answer to that question is if you have nothing to hide, then what's the problem? Well, do you want to get groped? Uh, do you want your kids groped? Do you want, uh, you know, do you want this these uh, people looking at these cameras uh, of you that are supposedly of, of you in a, some level of state of undress? Mm. I mean, you know, there's all kinds of things. People being, you know, getting all kinds of trouble for having too much money on them and the airport or, you know, all uh, it's some some small amount of drugs on them that might not have they might not have known were 
was there or some kind of ammunition. Sure. That they, you know, they they were using a gun in this bag and they left some ammunition in there. All kinds of different. Yeah. Problems. What about your loved ones who might, ha- you know, enjoy a little bit of marijuana here and there, or have some or some other addiction that they enjoy that they want to keep hidden, and then all of a sudden, you're, are you going to support putting your loved ones in jail for a decade because they got caught by some facial yeah. recognition system? Even if you don't have a vice, someone you love does. Let's go to the phones here, and of course, you can bring up anything that you want. Uh, Bill's listening in Troutdale, Virginia, to XM's Extreme Talk. Hey, Bill. Uh, yes, I'd like you to please explain to me your statement earlier why you'd like to see the United States go down the tubes. I don't I really understand that. I think that uh, the idea of centralized government is a terrible one, Bill, and I think that the U.S. government is an absolute failure. Uh, it was a nice uh, experiment, and it's time to end it. And let's just have the states secede, as many of them as want to uh, go ahead and go their separate ways. How do you feel about that? I'm kind of confused because I'm wondering why you're setting up your little experiment there in New Hampshire. Why don't you go out of the country to do that? Well, because it's difficult. The uh, government has made it very hard to leave. It's uh, essentially a prison colony, and if you don't have well, that's master's, not, that's, that's if nonsense. you don't have master's permission to leave the colony, then uh, you can't leave. So, uh, and besides, it's easier to move to New Hampshire. New Hampshire already has the live free or die uh, mentality. It's a very liberty oriented place in comparison to the rest of the fifty states. So, if there was a better place elsewhere out there that I, that you know that would be possible to gather a bunch of liberty minded people together in that wasn't New Hampshire, I'd be very interested in hearing about it. Which which is why I'm fascinated by the Honduras experiment that they're working on, which supposedly will create some free zones down in Honduras. Still in the future. Well, then has it made it hard for you to leave, or is it just that you're, uh, you're, you feel threatened by any other country except this country, and you feel more secure here? In which case, you pretty much sound foolish saying that, uh, you know, you wish the United States would go down the tubes when you're well, trying to do everything here in this country. I'd like to address that if I could. Um, first off, yeah, people generally do feel comfortable where they are. They understand the devil that they know versus the devil they don't. But one thing that is clear, it's like abundantly clear, is the United States incarcerates like 10 times as many of its uh, uh, citizens as the next closest country behind it. And I think that might be China. It's more than of the 26 industrialized nations. The United States has more inmates than the next 25 combined. So I think that there is probably a threat in the United States from the government to its citizens. Well, you know, you sound like a person who's never really spent a lot of time outside of this country. I've spent, uh, I mean, I vacationed outside. I mean, how much time do I have in order to uh, to, to qualify for whatever Well, the claim is going to be that things are so much better here, Mark. So why don't you just shut up and, uh, you know, like it? Well, I think that that's uh, that's obviously um, silly because the you know the United States system, as I was told in the in government school, is is that you were supposed to be able to be involved and uh, you're supposed to be able to change things from the inside. This that's is what why I'm we trying don't have to do. Revolutions. That's that's what no, I'm no, trying to do. I'm shut up, with- Ian, and just like it because America is great. Look, the way this country is right now, it sucks. But you know, most places, if not every place sucks worse do you have any statistics on that because i look i've done this show for 10 years now and i want to see the list of uh that the, the united states is on the top of that's a pro-freedom list because there's a lot of them that it's on the top of that are anti-freedom like the most incarcerated individuals 
And it's also not, uh, if you look at the, the economic uh, indexes, there are these economic, economic freedom indexes out there. One of them is by the Free, Free the World Foundation, the other by the Heritage Foundation. A very conservative group. Yes, and both of these uh, organizations, independent of one another, have uh, both determined that the United States is not even generally in the top five of most economically free countries. Sometimes we break into the top ten. Well, you know, I'm pretty much free here in every state. Yeah, to, great. Uh, Good for you. Do you carry a gun? Do I carry a gun? Yes. Yes, absolutely. I bet you don't. Time. I bet you don't carry it in too many states. Uh, I think there's uh, 26 states that uh, have uh, reciprocity. Uh, try going to New York City and telling a cop you're carrying a gun. I carry a state in every gun except Illinois, and in Illinois, I do carry a gun, but I abide by their laws and I keep it locked up in a box with while it's unloaded. Does that while make I'm you feel it. free when you do that? Absolutely not, because oh, of okay. the laws of the of uh, of the state of Illinois. Okay, so you're not really free then. You yeah. just feel free. There you like to tell people, yourself. There've been free. a lot of people with uh, concealed carry permits that have been locked up in New York over uh, you know carrying guns. Let me, if you let me uh, finish my statement there. Yeah, right uh, my, my my reason for bringing up the firearm uh, firearm laws in this country was that in uh, most of the rest of the world, uh, it's much more restricted. And, uh, you know, how, how do you address that? I well, mean, if, how, how, you know, at least we are allowed to have, by the Constitution of our country, if these states would abide by the Constitution, we are allowed to have a firearm, which means that they must, you know, appreciate uh, freedom to a, 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 a fair degree. Some, in some cases, it's the states. In some cases, it's the federal government. I mean, the federal government has plenty of gun laws itself. Uh, the, the, the BATF isn't enforcing alcohol laws on uh, gun owners. It's enforcing gun laws on gun owners. Well, but uh, when, if you talk about other countries, sure, I'd love to talk about other countries. There's a lot of problems with uh, gun, gun freedom in, in Europe, I assuming, I'm assuming that's where you're talking about. But when you say most of the world, geographically in most of the world, you can carry a gun. It's not a problem at all. Um, but, I mean, you know, they had gun freedom in Iraq. That didn't stop Saddam Hussein from being in charge. They had AK-47s in their houses there, and it didn't change the fact that they had a dictator in office. Oh, Bill dropped off the line. That wasn't us. We didn't drop it. Well, maybe he ran out of cell or something like that. He didn't seem like I had uh, – like he felt like I had outpaced him intellectually or anything. 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll free line. Uh, of course, you can bring up whatever's on your mind. There's no doubt that, uh, you know, the folks that that live in the U.S. have a lot going for them. I mean, there was relative freedom for a a while compared to the rest of the world, and we're kind of coasting on uh, some of the wonderful economic benefits. Yeah, I uh, believe in trickle-down freedom. I believe that uh, we have a lot of the benefits economically of having been free a century, more free a century ago. And by that, I mean economic freedoms. There were a lot of civil freedoms that didn't exist a a century ago, which I find reprehensible. And talk about a confusing uh, position that the bill was taking on one hand he said it sucks in the u.s and on the other hand he said he's free um and you know what a very contradictory uh state i think it was interesting that he can carry in 49 states i mean i haven't heard too many gun owners say that try rolling through massachusetts hey brother as soon as you asked permission to carry the gun you weren't free anymore yeah as soon as if, if you when you had to ask permission that means you don't have that freedom. That means it's not a right. It's a privilege. Now, it's supposed to be a right, and he seemed to acknowledge that the Constitution had certain good ideas, but the states don't really care about them. So again, and that's a problem. <laughs> yeah, how can you consider yourself free? And what's wrong with a bunch of liberty-minded people all moving to New Hampshire and saying, screw this, we're out of here? Uh, what's wrong with the idea of secession? 855-450-FREE, the SACL CAI toll-free line. You take control.
You can listen to Free Talk Live on the radio via podcast, the webcam, and our live streams at freetalklive.com. Not enough options? Now you can listen to Free Talk Live from any phone, anywhere. Add this number to your phone, 760-569-7752. It's a long-distance call, so make sure you're familiar with your phone's calling plan. The Free Talk Live listen lines are airing the latest episode of Free Talk Live 24 hours a day, including our live shows. Call 760-569-7752. That's 760-569-7752. Free number for you to take control of the airwaves here on Free Talk Live is 855-453. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-855-450-3733. Of course, you can bring up anything you want. Uh, That is the point of this radio program, and we do it live seven nights per week. You can join us online over at freetalklive.com. Listening options are available to you. we got broadband, mid-band, and narrow-band versions of the show, uh, different stream sizes for different uh, internet connection speeds. You can go to listen.freetalklive.com to get tuned into those and learn about our over 110 radio stations across the country that air the show in uh, various different times throughout the week on AM and FM. Uh, Plus, our satellite listening choices include XM Satellite Radio, where we are heard again every single night of the week, uh, as well as our free-to-air KU band channel and the webcam and listen lines that allow you to call in from any phone that can dial long distance. Plenty of ways to get Free Talk Live into your ears. Go to listen.freetalklive.com to learn more. That's listen.freetalklive.com. One of the big supporters of Free Talk Live and our mission here to bring the ideas of liberty to, uh, to, to the people through the radio is Jason Osborne. He is uh, one of the principals over at SACL CAI. SACL CAI sponsors our phone lines. And if you've got a company that needs to try something new in the area of accounts receivable, SACL CAI has lots of different solutions for you. Uh, whatever might work for you, whether it's early out billing or contingency collections or purchasing charged off receivables, SACL CAI can handle it and they can handle it in a very professional fashion. See their uh, banner at freetalklive.com. It's a top one. The right-hand side of the page, it's SACL CAI. To the phones, to your thoughts. Vern, listening in South Carolina, the Myrtle Beach area to WRNN. Hey, Vern. Hey, Vern. Burn. Hey guys. Hey. Well, it's on your mind. I originally called because uh, uh, a previous caller, I guess that's probably half an hour ago now, was uh, upset every time he saw the American flag. It made him embarrassed or otherwise uh, ashamed to be an American. He thought of the corruption and uh, you know uh, failed government programs. I think is what he was talking about. Yeah, the killings. Yeah. Yes, and well, I don't know. Maybe I'm a little biased being from a, a military family background and being where I'm from, but that's not the first thing I think of when I see the American flag. What do you think of? But uh, I think of uh, the first thing I think of is the red, white, and blue, the, the blood of all the people that died to make us as free as we are. And I won't say America's perfect, but what I'd like to know is if, uh, if it's not the best experiment so far in how to govern people, then what's the alternative? What do we do next? Well, I, I think that's and an I'm, interesting I'm question. Open, I'm open to suggestions. Well, I, I, I got you. Fashion, I, I think that I, my suggestion would be competition in the area of governance. Um, and I think that the United States government and uh, governments around the United States, whether it's state or local governments, are consolidating power to themselves. And that's what governments generally do. Governments are organizations that claim a monopoly privilege on the use of violence in a given geographic area. And so, therefore, what's that? What's that? It's like any other system. It tends to 
grow to perpetuate the system. Not Mission creep. I want to go back real quick before before yeah. we talk about your question or before I address that question, Vern, I'd like to address something you said about uh, people spilling blood uh, for your freedom. And that's what you think of when you when you see the flag. And I'm just wondering, when was the last time uh, military members spilled blood for your freedom? Um, let's see. My most recent family member, let's see. he didn't he didn't spill any blood. He did 20 years. Uh, that would be my uncle. No, no, he said, uh, uh, I think... Uncle, my uncle and my father, who fought, both fought in World War II, uncle was wounded, father died. So your freedom was threatened in World War II, you thought? Uh, I, I feel that uh, the Nazi threat threatened everyone worldwide, yes. Doesn't that seem a, a little unrealistic? That's a completely I mean, different were, argument than what we're talking about. Well, I mean, no, I know. I'm just curious, though, because it's an interesting statement to say that uh, that people spilled blood for your freedom. I don't see that as being the case, really. Maybe if you went back to the Revolutionary War, perhaps. Uh, but uh, your World War II, well, you really think there was a chance the Nazis too. were going to invade the U.S.? Um, no, but uh, maybe not. But if they consolidated Europe, I don't know. You guys ever read any Harry Turtle, though? I've heard the I've heard the author's name. I've certainly read a great deal about uh, World War II. I'm a bit more That's of a World War One buff. He, he writes novels that start with, "Well, what if?" Yep. And uh, a lot of yeah, he's. Uh, it doesn't make them, are, these alternative anyway. history books are are really interesting. Like, yeah. what if the South had won the you know the Revolutionary War? What if England had sided with the Confederacy and the the slavery issue hadn't have been you know whatever? These what ifs are really really quite interesting. But I don't I haven't found any American yet that has said um, that you know people that they believe that there was a war for freedom for America's freedom that happened after 1946. Um, generally, there's pretty much a consensus that fighting China and Korea, fighting Vietnam, the Vietnamese, uh, you know, and over there, Grenada, um, you know, all these other wars, Persian Gulf, one, uh, Iraq and Afghanistan really didn't have anything to do with freedoms here in the United States. But that, you know, it, it, it seems more, more to do with the freedoms of people that we allied with and uh, promised freedom to. But that's a different it is, and uh, you'll remember that all those uh, those uh, entangling alliances in World War One brought brought the human existence to its brink. So let's go back to your other question. Is it the best experiment thus far? It's, that's a hard question to to answer because it depends on you know what are your uh, the factors that you're looking at, what indicators are you considering? Because if we look at again those world uh, freedom reports, the economic freedom of the world, Hong Kong by and away is the most economically free place. Now again, they don't take into personal account really personal freedoms there. So like Singapore being number two, you know they don't have so much in the way of personal freedoms. Spit gum on the sidewalk, you're gonna get hit with a stick there. <sighs> I've heard that's a little better now, but. Uh, but not probably not that much better. But uh, so yeah, it depends on what you're looking at. But we know that personal freedoms aren't anything to write home about here uh, in the U.S. People are being locked up left and right for uh, for personal freedom choices that uh, you know people in the government disagree with. So what's a better uh, solution out there, economically freedom wise? Uh, Hong Kong knocks them out of the park, man. That's the best, most economically free place on the planet, and it has been for something like what the last ten years that we've been looking at the numbers. Yeah. Anyway, I figured I'd answer okay. your question, Vern. Anything uh, you want to share? Well, that's a good alternative anyway. 
I don't think I'll be backing up moving to Hong Kong. Yeah, soon. me neither. It's I don't want to live there. It's too it's uh, too. Uh, to think about. Thank you for the call, Vern. I appreciate hearing from you. I just wanted to answer the All question. Right, but uh, but Hong Kong, you know, I don't want to live there. It's too urban for me. I like you know living out in a place that's not as uh, dense. Like you know, it's too yeah. They're really small apartments in places yeah. like that. And you know, I mean, now we've moved. The, the arguments moved uh, because it used to be. Well, you tell me a place in the world that's freer than the United States, and there wasn't. There was there was a time in my lifetime that there wasn't a place that was more economically free than the United States. It mm. was the freest place on the planet with all its foibles, and it still has the foibles. The problem is is that the politicians in Washington, D.C. specifically, and lesser so, I think, in, in states around the, the country, but maybe I'm wrong on that, but certainly the politicians in Washington, D.C., they're taking those foibles and they're planting them and hoping that they grow they they want they, they're growing foible gardens rather than trying to eliminate the the problems this country has through freedom which is the single best solution to all these problems government's not interested in that a politician has never seen a problem that they want to solve with freedom they nope. see problems that the government created and they want to create more solutions with more government if the government were about freedom we'd have more freedom but the government's about the government and making the government bigger and making their buddies uh, wealthier yeah and we're told that the government was put in place to protect our freedoms and the, there is no evidence you know for the that. republicans and democrats sometimes their friends are different sometimes they're the same you know they get money from the the same banks and the same big corporations and all that. So, you know, government's not about freedom. It never has been. So, eight five, at least the governments that we know of. 855-450-3733. You take control. Free Talk Live. The successes are piling up and proving the Free State Project is a real movement and no longer just a great idea. When you're planning your move to New Hampshire, consider Keene. Keene is famous for its civil disobedience and non-cooperation, and there's plenty of political opportunity as well. Though it's more than just activism, with regular social events each week. See what's happening at freekeen.com and get connected with video, audio, one of the busiest Liberty Forums in New Hampshire, and more at freekeen.com. That's freekeen.com. You can take control of the airwaves. This is Free Talk Live, and the number is 855-450-FREE. It's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Join us on our website. Head over to freetalklive.com. Enjoy the features that are awaiting you there. Uh, They include news updates. So we give uh, updates uh, to folks via email, Twitter, and Facebook, whatever your preference is. Uh, If you want to get the absolute most important updates, sign up for the email list. If you want to get the granular updates, the stuff that's going on during the show, uh, then follow us on Twitter or Facebook because we are hooting during the program, or at least we're doing our best. I totally blew it last night, uh, but uh, tonight we've been hooting a little bit here and there, asking questions. I'm here, making sure Ask, everything goes right. Mark, I think I'm pretty sure I uh, had to remind you to hoot a few nights ago quite a few times. So yeah, y- you're you not know, perfect I, on this whole hooting I'm thing. I'm just telling you that uh, this, this, this show, catastrophe without Mark. <laughs> We've been having a lot of fun, actually, without you on Friday nights. Thank you very much. It's uh, it's a refreshing change of pace. Right. When daddy's away. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, so news.freetalklive.com. That's where you can get signed up for Twitter, Facebook, and, of course, the classic email list. Once again, news.freetalklive.com. We're going to go right back into your phone calls here, and we'll talk to Jack listening to WCK in Flint, Michigan. Hey, Jack. Hey, guys. What's on your mind tonight? Yeah, and Mark, great to hear your voices tonight. Welcome, sir. Uh, <laughs> I uh, picked up on your comment in response to the fellow from Idaho 
Uh, I almost thought he was trying to uh, argue that voting is patriotic. I would direct his attention in the South from, I think it was South Carolina, who called the last, was it, uh, uh, regarding bloodshed to make us all free and keep us all free. Um, Smedley Butler, who was a Marine Corps commandant and a major general and purportedly awarded the Medal of Honor twice. He probably well, would have got he would have gotten it a third time if uh, officers were allowed to have gotten it at the time. Oh, well, then what I'm going to say is no news to you, but for those in the audience, it may be that he wrote an expose or treatise, uh, something entitled War is Racketeering. War is, is a, a racket. racket. Is a racket, thank you. Okay. And so and then isn't it also true that during, is it, was it during or before the Great Depression, he was offered, or was it after the Great Depression? Anyhow, at some point he was offered, uh, he was approached by what what was described as the the Rothschild International, uh, you know, gangster bankster operatives. Maybe it was I forget who it was exactly, but they wanted him to do a coup on the American government. They wanted him and, to be the new leader. Yep. And, and so uh, I I found a book uh, by. Uh, uh, a retired uh, British intelligence fellow, Andrew Carrington Hitchcock, entitled, uh, what is it, The Synagogue of Satan. Okay. And I tell you what, if you guys want to read an astonishingly uh, meticulously documented account of real-world history and, and who's, re- who's actually culpable, for instigating uh, all the various wars and creating these uh, various secret societies. You said the synagogue and of Satan, and the author was who? Andrew Carrington, C as in Charlie Carrington. Hitchcock. Jack, thank you for the call tonight. I appreciate the recommendation. Eight five five four fifty free. Sound a little conspiratorial, uh, but then again, there are conspiracies out yeah, there. There's right? no doubt that the, the conspiracies, and you know, as far as I'm concerned, the military-industrial complex and its uh, desires to see more wars apparent desire to see more wars seems like a conspiracy to me. I, I don't dis- doubt conspiracies but i do doubt their ability to convince let's talk to shane listening in kentucky on the road listening to xm's extreme talk hey shane what's going on tonight hey we're doing a radio show what's on your mind oh not much i just wanted to call about all the all the callers that seem so uh extremely offended that uh you guys would would think you know our country was so awful you know uh, it seems to me like you know that's that's almost like a slavery mentality you know back I've, I've read a lot of history books, and back during the Civil War, when, when they freed a lot of the slaves, they left. But, you know, there was a group of slaves that that's all they ever knew was, was their masters, you know, possibly their masters, you know, fed them and maybe took reasonable, reasonable good care of them, you know. Yep. They stayed there. They decided to stay there. In some instances, some of these uh, slaves uh, took up arms against the Union to protect, <laughs> their, to protect the plantation. Right. So, 
They'd become so, institutionalized, uh, suffering from, as it's been called, Stockholm Syndrome, where captives will begin identifying with their captors. Sojourner Truth is quoted that she uh, freed, was it Harriet Tubman or Sojourner Truth? I believe Harriet Tubman. Harriet Tubman, quote. excuse me, uh, was quoted as saying that she'd three, freed a thousand slaves and she'd have freed a thousand more if they'd have known they were slaves. Yep. It's interesting. Uh, right. And, you know, he's, they, I mean, that's all these people know. And, and that's, that's the same thing now. You know, these. These people have, you know, been to government schools all their life, and they've they've been fed this this stuff for years and years and years, and you know, it just black people are just brainwashed. You know, I mean, obviously we, you know, you can go to Haiti or Somalia or something, you'd be, you know, crazy not to say, well, we do have a reasonably better. You know, most people have a dwelling to live in and food to eat and whatnot, but to me, it's the same situation. You know, the the, the government is. Is, is our master, and, you know, they give us these things in trade, uh, you know, and, and they get a piece of our money, you know, uh, yeah, it's, there's a lot of really, uh, you know, right on parallels between the old chattel slavery situation and what we face today, and it really is just uh, slavery writ large. It is a much more subtle version of it, a much more devious and effective version of it, because as you pointed out, you know, the slaves today, you and I, uh, we've got comfortable uh, slave housing in which to live, and we've got Fun little games that we can play and televisions are good. Televisions to watch. The food's decent. Uh, the sporting entertainment, uh, pop culture, all kinds of wonderful movies and things to distract us from the reality that uh, we're owned and that there are a group of men and women out there who consider themselves better than the rest of us. Uh, Mark, you had some show prep tonight. Maybe we'll talk about it later this week, or maybe you'll hit it tomorrow with the Sunday show about red light tickets and how the folks in the government uh, vehicles don't have to pay them. So it's clear that there are two tiers of uh, of men in this uh, in this country men and women, and that's uh, them and uh, those who are in control and the rest of us. Yeah, I'm going to need to, to back up some of the statements you made here, because I think it's very important, is that, look, in um, you know throughout time, there have been slaves, and slaves have been able to purchase their freedom. If you're not able to leave the United States or you know get rid of your citizenship without paying a fee, then what's the difference between a slave buying their freedom? I have a friend of mine who lives in Tokyo who wants to buy his, you know, who wants to give up his citizenship. He says it's going to cost him just about half of his net worth to do it. What? That's what? The, that's the claim. And they demand this from man him, is worth quite a bit. Yeah, it's not cheap. And they demand from him every single year. They demand from him uh, income tax payments. He doesn't live in the United States. He's not paying for roads and bridges and whatever it is that you might claim that he's uh, he owes the people of the United States states he's paying for none of it well uh, what's the difference in uh, you know i'm from tennessee we don't have a state tax uh so uh, for example i'm driving a truck through kentucky i'm not paying kentucky state tax so he lives in in, in another country why what for the whole year works there and everything what, what does he have a u.s government tax he didn't even he's not working for a u.s corporation right Come on, i mean he doesn't owe, he owes because they claim to own your body. And that's really what it comes down to. Wherever you are. Yeah, if somebody can claim the fruit of your labor, then as far as they're concerned, you belong to them. You are a line on a balance sheet. Shane, thanks for the call tonight, man. I appreciate it. Drive safe out there. 855-450-FREE. Truckers, real American heroes. You want to talk about people who are... Uh Helping you be more free. Those guys bringing those products across the country. Man, that's uh, it's nice to have those things, and uh, they make it possible. So, real service there.
855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Uh, That allows you to dial in and take control in the remaining moments, which are imminent here on this live Saturday edition of Free Talk Live. 1-855-450-3733. That number brought to you by SACL CAI. You can take control. That's the point of the program. More moments. 855-450-FREE. It's Free Talk Live. Do you have a website or product that you make available to people nationally or even internationally? Free Talk Live is heard on more than 100 radio stations and 2XM channels. FTL has also been voted five times the best political podcast of the year and four times been named to Talkers Magazine's Heavy 100 list, the 100 most important radio programs in the country. We can do ad packages for you from as little as $500 a month on up to $3,000. I'll work with you to customize a package that will work within your budget. Contact me, Mark, at mark at freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live, and you can take control of the airwaves, even even in the remaining moments, uh, which are now. 855-450-FREE is the toll-free number. That's 1-855-450-3733. Join us over at freetalklive.com and enjoy the various features we have there, including uh, stuff like our webcam. You can watch and listen and interact at the same time as the chat room is built into the same page as the cam. Go to cam.freetalklive.com to do those things for free. That's cam.freetalklive.com. Bitcoins, they're an online, digital, peer-to-peer, open-source currency for the Internet. This is such a complex statement that I almost have to stop down and explain it. Bitcoins are a new currency, like dollars or you know, lira or euros or whatever. I, mean, I don't think the lira exists anymore. Um, they but may, not like that because it's not government. Right, but it's not government-issued. This is a, you know, a computer program that has taken the technology of currency, which is certainly something that people need, and taken it to the next level. This is currency for the... Uh, the 21st millennium. Yeah. When's the last time a currency got an upgrade? Right. Uh, well, there's those little strips in the dollars, remember? Yeah, it doesn't count. <laughs> it's not a fundamental change in what currency it's is. It's not a fundamental change. Bitcoins are a fundamental change. You need to find out about Bitcoins because they're likely the most important, I believe, here's a prediction, Bitcoin's most important uh, invention since, since the, the internet. internet. And that's a pretty bold statement. So, Did if you make you- that one up? I think you made that up. Really? I'm going to give, you, you, give you credit for that one. I'm not prepared to take credit for that. That's I, a good statement either way. I mean, it's a really important uh, change that is already having an impact, and you can tell it's having an impact by the price. If right now, us, over $11 US per Bitcoin. That's, that's their the value. most Makes them the most valuable currency on Earth. Um, so, I mean, if you if you are somewhat incredulous upon hearing or surprised or interested upon hearing about Bitcoins, you should go to WeUseCoins.org and start your uh, you know informational search. This will give you a video, find out more about Bitcoins, WeUseCoins.org. And if you're in need of optical transceivers for your networking equipment and want to support Liberty at the same time, you can buy them from MemoryDealers.com. With Bitcoins, if you like. That's right. All right, let's go to Jeff listening to WTKG in the Grand Rapids area. Hey, Jeff. Hey, hello, and thank you for taking my call. Welcome, sir. Go ahead with your thoughts. Uh, it sounds like a great idea, the New Hampshire project. Uh, what I'd like the to free say state about... Project. Oh, free state. Free well, state. I, I yep. still like the fact that you guys are in New Hampshire. Thank That's you. That's pretty cool. Um, the, the uh, homeless people in this country, man, I, I'll tell you this from personal experience. I mean, you know, losing a job, losing, you know, losing a place to live in that. Honestly, God, if it, uh, if it wasn't for good friends, 
I, I don't know where I'd be mm. right now. But I mean, I'm a high school graduate, have some junior college and that behind me, and, and uh, you know, a good work, work, you know, history, and and fairly professional, you know, motorcycle, small engine mechanic, stuff like this. So I know my way around tools and machine shops. And that. But um, you talk about this one caller who was talking in about if he could think of anywhere freer to live. Well, I'd like to challenge that man that if he didn't have any property, if he owned absolutely squat, except for the clothes on his back, and didn't have a job for two or three years like I'd gone through, I'd like to see how free he'd feel when he moves from town to town and gets, uh, you know, moved on by the local law enforcement officer. Mm. Well, that's an interesting I mean, point. Know, to well, some anywhere extent, you go, you know, you're, you're not going to have any rights because if you don't own property, if you don't have a car, if you know, if you have a driver's license that helps, you know, ID, you have to have, you know, even if you're homeless, you got to have some form of ID on it. Uh, let me tell you, I, it's, um, I don't. I don't know how other people do. I have some friends. I've been very thankful for that because I don't know where I'd be without them. But still, there's a lot of. I'm sure I'm not the only one, but I'm sure there's a lot of people out there homeless without a job that aren't really dumb and are quite creative. Oh, no well, doubt about if, it. Even if they're dumb, it doesn't. You know, it's, I don't. There's lots of dumb people. It doesn't mean they deserve to be treated poorly. No, I agree That's with that. True. And uh, and a lot of homeless. There are homeless people who actually choose to be homeless. Uh, because they don't want to have all these trappings of life and the responsibilities that come along with it. I can't uh, imagine what percentage they are. Uh, of the homeless population? Yeah. I don't know either. I mean, obviously, you've got crazies, you've got uh, drunks, you've got losers, but there are those people, and, and we've, you know, they I've are. talked to them, uh, that, uh, that, Vagabonds. that have chosen that lifestyle for themselves. And it's kind of interesting that, yeah, you're right, Jeff, that they are targeted by the police, and, you know, obviously the police don't care the reason you're homeless. They just don't like, a lot of them just don't like homeless people. Uh, you can't uh, sleep here. They're targeted by the police, no doubt about it. But it's kind of interesting that it's sort of the two economic extremes of you know being very wealthy and being homeless and or very very you know poor with nothing uh, to lose kind of are two of the freest. I guess classes, if you will, in this country, in that if you've got a lot of money, you're pretty much free. Like you can do anything. If you, you got, got nothing, lawyers, you got nothing to lose, right? And if you have nothing, then it doesn't really matter what happens. So you can kind of just wing it and, uh, and live a relatively free lifestyle in a, in, in different ways. Uh, but it's probably a little bit tougher as a homeless person than it is as a uh, as a very wealthy person. But just because you don't have, just because you've got a lot wealth of wealth, has its own problems. Absolutely, but it doesn't I choose it over homelessness. Yeah, it doesn't. Uh, wealth has a lot of problems, and it certainly doesn't bring happiness. And Jeff, thanks for your observations. Any other thoughts you want to share? Uh, yeah, the uh, creativity part, uh, like I said, you know, there's people that, you know, may, may not be punching a clock, may not be even exist on the radar to the working class or the corporations or that, but some of us are not idle. Some of us, because our friends are helping us, we are working on things, and we have the drive and the ambition to try to help make this stuff reality. Jeff, thanks for the call, man. I appreciate hearing from you tonight uh, at 855-450-FREE. A lot of people uh, who are of less economic means have a lot of drive. The sad part is you've got the government standing in their way of creating wealth for themselves. Yeah, the government because, with all its regulations right. um, dock the bottom rungs out of the ladder of success. It's difficult to get up that ladder. And Yeah, don't you know if you can't afford the permits, if you can't afford the uh, licensing fees and all that, then you're screwed. You've got to have a job for the rest of your life. You can't go into business for yourself in most areas in a lot of different uh, sort of vocations. And having those government 
barriers out of the way would allow for more homeless people and poor people to create their own businesses and start building a life of their own and uh, and you know building wealth for their families and themselves and that could result in a whole lot of great things uh, economically for this country but again government's not about promoting freedom it's about standing in your way and protecting the existing uh, establishment let's go to to uh, your calls here let's continue with chris listening in indiana uh, via cam.freetalklive.com hey chris Good evening, gentlemen. You're on the air. Go ahead, sir. Yeah, that last call was kind of depressing. I mean, I'm going in for overtime tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> hey, no, I'm just joking. But anyway, I'm here in South Bend, Indiana, and, you know, I'm predicting tomorrow that uh, the front page of the news is going to be Notre Dame beats Purdue and buried in a stack of articles. It's going to be a bunch of shootings and burglaries. But anyway, here, this is what I called in about mainly, gentlemen. Uh, I was reading... Hunger Games over earlier today, like for the second time. I mean, I've been through the trilogy, but I was I was thinking to myself, I was like, you know, government in my workplace, you know, from beginning to end when I was going to school, because I went to public school all my life. I went to the re-education camp schools all my life. You know, government and the schools and workplaces, they're all so, it's, to have fire drills, tornado drills, hurricane drills, it's just perfectly normal and okay. But if you bring up to your friends about how you're coming up with your own survival strategies, you know, like buying water filters, food, or like rope, or compasses, uh, gardening skills, fishing skills, binoculars, and all the basic survival needs. I mean, that's crazy. I mean, People will treat they, you, you as get if that you're... reaction. Yeah. You get that reaction, like you get that laugh, you know. <laughs> oh, no, that ain't ever going to happen. I'll tell you, there's there's instances where people are. I, I mean, really, do you not want to be? Uh, you know, you don't want to have uh, a backup generator. Just ask anybody who's been through a hurricane. It's a great idea to have that, and, and hurricanes are by no means the only uh, catastrophe. It's I think a good there's idea a certain point at which you can become obsessed. Oh, sure. Yeah, but I think it's it if makes sense built, to have some. If you things built to, a uh, three bedroom, two bath uh, bunker uh, beneath uh, the ground on your property, like maybe, maybe. Maybe you're going too far. Chris, thanks for know. the call, man. I well, appreciate what about, it. What about, what about, have you guys had any, uh, any updates about Sam? I remember Sam was talking about survival. Sam is doing, uh, doing well. Him. Sam is a former co-host of our show, Sam from Obscured Truth Network. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's doing well. He's living down in Texas. He is building an underground bunker. He and... hasn't been working in the summer. He says it's too hot. And uh, so he's, you know, he's all right. We went down and saw him last year. Uh, we happened to have a convention in the Dallas area, and he came out, and we had some uh, some sushi or something like that, and it was great. He's he's very That's happy, good. and uh, Sam as well. And you can find him. I think he's That's on great. Facebook. So if you look for him there, you'll find him. I Thanks. just I, I was just trying to make the comment that it's just so weird how people go along with the drills and everything, but when you comes to your own independent yeah. skills. You're crazy. If I you're get where you're coming from, Chris. Thank you, sir. Supply. Appreciate it. Let's talk to Mark listening to WNYY in Ithaca. Mark, you're on Free Talk Live. Last few seconds. Yeah, you get like 20 seconds. Okay, real quick. Uh, you know, smartphones already have uh, facial recognition to unlock them. But, yep, uh, they sure do. What I wanted to go with. Yeah, what I wanted to go with. I read this book about five years ago, and it had uh, in, in let's see, remote uh, um, and critical uh, industrial and utility sites. They had these special cameras set up for facial feature recognition. Here's what I'd like to recommend. Call tomorrow. If you did not get in tonight, uh, we'll take your calls on the live Sunday show starting at 7 o'clock Eastern time. Have a great weekend. It's freetalklive.com. Why did you move to the Shire? I moved here to the Shire because there's other people around who take liberty just as seriously as I do. 
I moved to the Shire because I saw videos of people challenging authority and thought that I could get support myself. It called to me, like, do this right now. I wanted to be around people like me who got it. And once I got here, I knew there was nowhere else that I wanted to be. Immigrating to the Shire was easy. I was instantly plugged into a community of individuals who also care about peace, liberty, and justice and are willing to do something about it. The people here are awesome, loving, and positive. It was for the adventure and for the feeling of something important is happening here. And I just wanted to come to sort of be part of that. Visit ShireSociety.com to read and sign the Shire Society Declaration and learn the reasons why, if you love liberty, you should immigrate to the Shire. Plus, add yourself to the Shire map at ShireSociety.com. That's ShireSociety.com.